Hello and welcome to Flumps and Flaggins. We are a multinational D&D podcast that started to start uh, sending our stuff out into the void because why not? Uh, this is session 13 and we are in the midst of a big old rescue mission. Isn't Four this of session us? No, this is session 13. 13 already? 13, yes. Going fast. Um, quick thing, between the last session and this... Um, I forgot to um, mention that we leveled up. We've done that off off uh, recording, but everyone has leveled up a bit. So, just FYI, guys. Make sure you've all done that. Um, yeah. We should get right into it then. Mm -hmm. Alright. Where we last left off. The group, having arrived in Isol, um, began their hunt for work. Previously in the town of Sandrocrow, they had found a bounty board with a flyer offering work for an organization known as Brunjala, a researcher slash explorer's guild of some sort. Um, after previous events, traveling into... Uh, forested lands and dealing with drug caverns, they eventually made their way to Isol and uh, met with the second in command of Brinjala, um an Arakokra named Kazoon. And, um, he briefed the, the party on the objective and the job at hand. Uh, it seems that in recent times, Brinjala had put their efforts towards investigating uh a ruin known as Hardbra's Hold. An old hold that had been um, built mysteriously in the desert about a hundred years ago and left to rot after its occupants disappeared. Um, the investigators found and delved deep into the ruins, but did not return for some days. Fearing the worst, the party was sent out with a guide, um, a tiefling named Shauna, to uh, attempt to salvage or rescue the missing um, researchers. Delving deep, and delving deep, they found many corpses strewn about, all uh, hobgoblins, seemingly killed in a mysterious way. They reached the main cavern, tomb-like building, with uh, fine-lined walls and green faces on each um, few feet. They found even more bodies and some strange tapestries revealing some kind of story. Passing that though, they heard shouts for help. And as they entered the main chamber, they found a um, two pyramids opposite each other, almost inverted in the ceiling and in the floor. Uh, some uh, researchers jailed to the side and uh, a spectator watching them and threatening them with uh, a similar fate. Uh, before talks could be had, uh, Berengar moved forwards to fight, and uh, a wicked battle ensued. Beams were thrown, people were almost killed, familiars were smushed. But in the no. end, in the end, uh, with a sliver of health, the spectator was um, defeated by a well-placed shot by Badger, healing up Mateus in the interim. You've all reassembled now. 
just as the battle's ended, we'll pick up here. Um, so, uh, you had mentioned that I threw my sword into the pit. Yes, you did. And that that was going to be a bad thing. Is anything happening? Or is it was the bad thing I just lost my sword? Your sword's in the pit. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so Berengard Dagger's still in hand. It kind of helps Mateus up. And he's going to turn to Kala. And it's like kind of just start walking towards her fairly quickly. Um, and grabs her by the uh, shirt collar. Kind of just says, what the hell was that? What are you talking about? We had a party member dying. And you chose to keep up a debilitating effect on both Badger and I. The enemy wasn't even in the sphere. It wasn't I... even there. I was not aware of that. I. That's why I told I you can... to drop it. Would you have dropped? Would you have saved Mateus if I would have dropped it? He kind of like looked felt, at that. Felt more like you were more preoccupied with attacking the creature than helping, while I was stuck in a sneer, if you will. He kind of like looks um, Kala up and down. And says, what? He kind of looks uh, Kala up and down. He says, are you kidding me? I did you... what I thought was best for Matthias. Would I have saved a dying comrade? As the person that was dying, I just want to say that I'm not dying so much anymore. And no harm done. Whatever that is, is dead. And he kind of turns back to Mateus uh, and says, that's not quite the point. And he, he kind of walks between the two and says, I'm in your position. I don't know if I would trust this one. And he points the dagger at Kala. Not like threateningly, but just as like a... It's like something to point with. He, he looking at Mateus says, "I don't know if I would trust this one to ensure my survival or any of the rest of us." And out of conflict comes rebirth. Badger walks down the steps, says. I had no idea, Matthias, that you were in such dire straits. Are you okay? Oh, really? That last, that last bit was my fault. Actually, it's a uh, spell went haywire, and I ended up cleaning myself in the face. I'm going to like half upset, half exhausted, walk away. Okay, bad or Berengar does the same kind of like that moment where they both just kind of look at each other, turn away, and just walk the opposite corners of the room. Yeah. Yeah. 
Just go sulking. Oh, right, there's still prisoners in the cage, right. I assume. So they're they're as, probably screaming at us, right? As the two of you begin walking away, Cal, you like lock eyes with the prisoners and say, um, <laughs> Some help would be nice. Um, is there any more? I'm just, right. going to, I'm just going to fire Elder's Blast at the lock and hopefully open oh. it up. Fucking kill the prisoners. <laughs> I'm just wow. annoyed. I roll a crit as well. Check the background. I just like half frustrated through an elder to blast. Kala the sharpshooter pinpoints on the beam right past you, Matthias, as it just breaks the chain gate starts to like creak open and uh, the four men kind of just stumble out. Works too, I suppose. Alright, you lot alright? No! Of course not! Okay, is this all of you that were here? Are you from the Brinjala? Yes, we are of Brinjala. Um, you can see that there are four of them here, tattered clothes. There is a human, um, two halflings, and seems like an elfish person. Um, you're not sure what kind, but he has webbed um, fingers. Oh. Uh, uh, Jesus. I mean, God, it was... Insane. That creature evaporated one of our friends instantly and forced us into that cage. Do you, do you know what this thing is? Um, it seems to be a type of beholder. Um, the man here uh, has this, has a very round nose, sort of pudgy features with just short brown hair. You know, kind of squarish eyes. And you kind of, he's like deep in thought, just like, well, seems to be a beholder, the tentacle like eye appendages. Um, some kind of otherworldly creature, definitely. Um, I'm happy it's dead, and I'm happy you're alive. We're underground, right? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, my name is, um, Bradley. Thanks for saving us. Of course, that's what we were sent here to do. Everyone was so worried about you. Um, oh, great. I, I believe it's actually clear up top. We haven't had too much trouble up there. Outside, there's a, a woman named Shauna. I'm sure you're familiar with her. Uh-huh, yeah, I'm sure. I, yeah, she's not inside, is she? No, she's been told to wait. Oh, right thank out. goodness. Yes. We... <laughs> um, what was his name? Bird guy? Uh, bird guy. Kazoon. Let me type that up. Yeah, no, I have it written down. I just forgot. Kazoon was quite adamant that he... That's well. Kazoon was quite adamant that she not beat followers inside. Um, yeah. She has a bit of a reputation. Um, she gets jumpy sometimes and... You know, she blows stuff up, but you yes, know, yes, uh, we she's excitable. You know, yeah, we were fine with her for like a bit, and then she sent up the fireball. Oh my god, are you all right? We're we're alive, and well, obviously you're right. You, you saved us. Thank you. Yeah, healthy enough to not have you dead. Yes. Um. The, the men just kind of walk out now. Begin stretching as they're kind of cramped. 
Well, um, yes. Since this is a scientific research, part of me is quite curious. Did you find anything while you were down there, aside from this thing? Oh, well, it all happened so fast. Um, well, um, we broke into the main cavern, as I'm sure you entered the same way. Strew of bodies. Very unusual. We headed down and into this main building. Uh, there was some very strange tapestries that, while well, we want to bring back, of of course, it's something of great interest to Brinjala. Um, this structure, the double pyramid, it's strange, don't you think? Well, strange, of course. Like, are you talking in architecture or the fact that it's in a giant underground cavern? Well, well, both. Um, you see, when we got down here, as soon as we entered this main chamber, um, the beholder-like creature assailed us, sent one of my friends... Um, <sighs> Sorry, I'm assuming he's probably perished. He said something about protecting something, didn't he? I'm not... Are you talking to me or are you talking to Bradley? Both, honestly. Oh, Bradley says... I, I don't really know. He was just here to... jail people? Protect this place? I'm, I'm not sure. But uh, I'm sure that he... He... <laughs> put a beam through one of my friends, and he ran back towards the exit. I am assuming that he fell before he escaped. And another one he vaporized, which wasn't nice. And then we uh, surrendered and were put in this prison cell of some kind. And you four are the only ones that survived, right? Uh, it was a group of six, yes. All we right, made so... our way and got stuck here. We never got a chance to investigate the pyramid, so uh, I know Hunter that is actually up there right now. Yeah, he yeah. Just... As Bradley says, I know that we kind of just got freed. But if you'd allow us a little bit of time, perhaps we could do um some study. Just a little. All right. That's all right. Shauna would mind. It's what you were here for. Plus, Shauna's got provisions for a couple days at least. All right, men. Gather the gather the pickaxes, and they go around. Um, they had some gear just to the side outside of the um, the cage. They grab them. There are some chisels, pickaxes, some brushes. Um, they have notebooks. A uh, bit muddied in general, just from being thrown about. But they begin working. You see the two halflings go up towards the tapestries, and they do their stuff. And then. Um, uh, the elf, elf-like person goes down south, and then the, the man walks towards this, the double pyramid, where Berengar is. What are you doing, Berengar? He's inspecting the body of what he assumed would be Hardbra, kind of with Hardbra's dagger in his oh, hand. Wait. Is there a body on top of the pyramid? There are many bodies in this room. Um, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. A lot of them... Like, littered with hobgoblin bodies. Yeah, there's maybe like 20 hobgoblin bodies. A lot to push to the side. But there are some on this double pyramid. 
of the few here you see Berengar, as you saw before there is um jeez mm, sorry my throat Mars. <laughs> you see uh uh, yeah, you see the carved skin patterns on a hobgoblin on uh, his back shoulders, around his arms, and on his chest in front. So, is it a body or is it a skeleton? It's a body. Most bodies are preserved. Ooh. Relatively preserved. They're beginning to take forms of decay. But... Fairly preserved. So, do I recognize this as the good general? Um, it has the same features as the guy on the statue upstairs. Okay. Uh, and this is the guy that I found the dagger on. Yes. The dagger. Uh, the dagger. Um, looking at the dagger, you can ascertain that it has hobgoblin make. It's um, of hobgoblin make. It's finely crafted. It's sort of like a leather band around two small blades that kind of convene in the at a point. So it's like I've got a hollow center. Okay, yeah. Very well balanced. With engravings on it as well. Like um etched carbon. So I think he's gonna look for anything of note that's on the body of this um carved hobgoblin. Um, the hobgoblin has out of every hobgoblin here there is they have equipment um, but this one here has a bit more pronounced stuff he has a, a helmet of some kind which seems to be beginning to take the wear and tear of time uh, and he has a, a hand axe as well Looks ornate, hand axe. Very finely made. He's gonna kind of look at his um, own like armory that he has on him of like his tribal weapons, and he kind of begins. He he sits cross-legged in front of the body. Uh, with this hand axe and this dagger in his lap, and he begins meditating. Okay. As it is, while... Okay. As a note, um, the hand axe is bone, the dagger is not. It seems to be made of some kind of uh, metal. Okay. As you begin meditating, um, you just kind of focus your mind on what you've experienced and you meditate. Um, Kala, what are you doing? Uh, I walked over to whatever they called the, the Beholder. You researchers. Oh. And angrily somewhat kick around and look for anything. I don't know, perhaps try to take anything for tailor uh, for my tailoring. You could if, I want, if I want to try to make something more magically danced, that is. You could attempt to skin it. It'd be pretty high DC. Um, I will say, um, Badger, make an arcana check. Uh, me? 
or badge just because badge. I should have done this earlier. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Here we go. 15. 15. That was a DC. Very cool. Oh. Um, as your as Kala comes up and draws your eye to the body once more, you just have a moment of thought as your first interaction as you entered this room. It reached into your mind, said words, but it also made sounds in a language you could not understand, or most of you couldn't. You've heard this before, Badger. Um, not too. Not too recently, though. Um, well, recently. Um, it's not the same words, but you get from the tone and the, like, the sentence formation that the language this creature was speaking out loud seems to be the same as the chanting you've been hearing. In the, uh, the, at the obelisk, right? Yes. seems to be the same language. Not the same words, just the same language. Do I... Wait. Do I actually understand it now? Um, you don't know what he's saying, but you know that the language is the same. Ah, uh, okay. So, it's the same as what I heard when I touched the obelisk. Yes. That's just weird. Yes. Although the obelisk do kind of resemble pyramids. A lot steeper. Seems to be a different kind of structure, but... Taller? Yeah. Um, that just comes to your mind, though. And, Keller, as you uh, quickly get a dagger from Badger, you make the attempt to skin this creature. Um... I will need you to make a survival check. Okay. Wow. Apparently 18. 18. I have a plus two, so... Okay. You're a very fast learner. That was the DC for a good yield. Yeah, Um, Badger's been teaching her, right? Yeah. I've been teaching her survival. She's picking it up rather quickly. This... You've been... You've kind of gone over the basics on how to skin an animal. Um... This is a bit more than an animal, so you still have some confusion and moments of pause as to where to <clears throat> cut along to not damage the skin or the hide. But you do make good progress, and over the course of about 10-15 minutes, you it's, it's like a mucus leathery mm-hmm. skin. Uh, as the body has now as the person, the creature has now been killed. No more mucus is being produced, so eventually, like you get a good portion off, and you kind of just whap it against like the floor, just get all the gunk off of it, and it, yeah, it's got like lizard-like skin, almost pebbly. She does this to try to, because I mean, this is an unusual creature. I want to see how she takes this on and try to learn, expand my own knowledge. With a good roll like that, as well, um, you see one of the eye stalks has been damaged beforehand, and you manage to carefully cut around the base to preserve the entire eye stalk. So you get 
some hide. I won't tell you the amount, just you get some hide of the spectator and you get a spectator ice store. Oh, cool. Because you made the DC exactly, which is pretty fucking cool. The alchemists might like that, maybe. They might. Maybe. Right, indeed. Um, actually, I want to talk a bit to the researchers again. Okay. Um... Uh, so, how old do you think this place is? Oh, it... wow. You're talking to Bradley? Uh, the closest one. Yeah. They're, they're up here. The two of them are up here. The guy's like over here. Bradley's nearest, sure. Okay. Um, so just speaking out to Bradley, he says, kind of like, "Oh well, I was um, been thinking about that for a while now. This is quite remarkable, don't you think?" Right. Um, this has to be pre um ceiling age. Upstairs, I noticed that. Well, none of the carvings I asked. Uh, our friend Beringar, I, none of the carvings actually seem to depict hobgoblin-esque traditions. Yeah, it's, it's uh, quite a fascinating place, you see, because um, it seems to be a, a two-tiered ruin. You see, the ruins above and the initial entrance and the preceding cavern, um, maybe 100 to 150 years old, old only, and they do seem to have um, the building structure of a hobgoblin um, um, warbag roaming a group at least but then uh, once they broke through into this place it's the buildings and like the structure is much much older much more ancient uh, it's uh, very fascinating um, why would a place why would hobgoblins ever go to this place it makes no sense to me have is this as deep as you've gone um, it seems like we found the main main point in this structure. It's double pyramid. Um, as he's kind of next to you, Berengar, he's just inspecting where the two points would meet. And he kind of muses. It does seem very strange, though. Um, Berengar, at, at this point, opens his eyes because he hasn't really been paying attention. Um, and he gets up and holsters the two weapons. And, um... That, that's it. He doesn't make any remarks. You stand, kind of, like, looks at the double pyramid and just says, Well, um, the structure here, um, it seems to have been broken. Um... And it doesn't seem like it's due to age or something. It seems to have been uh, struck and torn open or some sort. As you can see. Oh, yes. Let's take a quick look around so you can spot two tops of the pyramid. Um, What you see um, is like a... It seems to be like two tops of the pyramid. And if you can imagine how it would have looked fully formed... The pyramid, the two tops intersect, and between them is a small, like, box or coffin-like structure that seems to have been pulled out of, um, between the two pyramids, and now lit down on the side. On the so it's not, it's not broken, 
And it's just the coffin that was there has been taken out. Something forcefully pulled out the coffin and in turn damaged the pyramids. Is it open? Um, yes. It is just strown open. The is the the well, coffin? Seems like a coffin or some sort. Um Is it empty? Yeah. So Well This is a purely academic question. <laughs> Probably has no merit. But seeing this and hearing your theories would something have broken in to take this thing out or would have something broken out of it um i don't know it seems like this maybe was a conduit or something to hold mm. so it, it probably was built to prevent things escaping um didn't do a very good job Yes, really? seems like some outside force broke the seal of some kind. Um, it's hard to follow footsteps that are hundreds of years old. That's um, very true. Yes, it seems like something forcefully broke it, and uh, whatever escaped escaped. I don't know if it was the hobgoblins. Um, I I'd assume it is because. Oh. From there, um, from their, uh, what is it, excavation, they found this. So I'm assuming the hobgoblins opened this. I don't know why, though. Um, Maybe to let that thing out? Well, uh, I mean, it didn't end well for them, as you can see. He kind of just... I wouldn't have been interested in releasing something. It wasn't his uh, motive. Oh, this is right. This man here is Hardbar, is he? I believe so. Oh yes. Oh, I see the resemblance. He's kind of, he's kind of put him in a like a respectfully laying position. Hmm. This is um interesting. Um, I yes, I don't think hobgoblins would have any business dealing with uh, pre-sealing <clears throat> structures or. Temples. I uh, this 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 um ruins here. The lower levels, at least, must be at least nine hundred years old. So, I do think I have sort of a uh, an idea. Go ahead. Not, Make not today, but tomorrow probably. I believe. I can talk to dead things, and this whole cabin is full of dead things, so that's an idea. Okay, if, well... If anybody wants to talk to a Yep. Fairgar is super interested in that. Yeah. And he says, we could speak to Harbra. Uh, possibly. I mean, it seems to be intact. It's got the head which I think is all we need. Um, I haven't actually checked the components for the spell yet. So I just need incense. I have incense. So... Yeah, we can talk to him. I think ask him some questions. I think... Let me see. Uh, how, 
How many questions can I ask? You get five questions. Okay, I can ask him like five questions. <clears throat> so if you want to think of that, those questions and come back down here. Well, um, you say Shauna's upstairs and she has rations? Uh, she should and have some rations, yes. Lives. We could um, maybe set camp and then head down one last time before leaving. I mean, it's weird. The creature actually had an ability to provide food. It kind of materialize its own food and uh, let us partake. So we aren't it, particularly malnourished. We just were worried that we'd be stuck here forever. It fed you. It seemed to be keeping prisoners rather than uh, killing. Strange. I don't know why. Is odd. Yes. Well, this sort of structure seems a bit sacrificial. Perhaps you were lambs for the slaughter, not to uh, not to make you feel bad. Uh, I do feel strange. I was worrying. Uh, judging by um, Hardbra's many carvings, it seems maybe that was a fate for me. Or us, I, I don't know. Well, I suppose questions we can ask in a bit. What time is it now? Or what time would it be? Um, we got here uh, near the end of the day, actually. Well, end of the morning. Because you're night day cycling. Yeah. So actually, it's actually near near time to sleep. All right. So. So oh, if we're going to go upstairs, I do want to say don't touch anything. I got attacked by a treasure chest. Ah. nothing out of it. Ah, uh, well. That is worrying. Um. He kind of, like, thinks for a second. Uh, Eddie, John, don't touch the tapestries. <laughs> he shouts no. to not yet, anyway. Uh, what were you saying, Carla? No, no, out, out of character. Oh. Is it the us traveling during the night uh, sleep schedule, or...? Yeah, we're traveling during the night sleep schedule. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, <laughs> it's almost sleep time, Sweden. Yeah. Well, as so Corey said, so I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. So it should be almost night time. Yeah, almost morning or, time. Almost morning. You entered when it was near morning, that's what I'm saying. Now it's probably morning, morning. Right, so... Let's go get some rest. Come back. Say hi to Shauna. Sure, sure. Um, Sure, she'll have loads of questions for you. Oh, great. Vanguard is actually going to stay in this chamber. Are you sure that's safe, Vanguard? I don't see anything else that's going to hurt us. I'll leave if something happens. I'm not stupid enough to take something on my own. Right. Alright. Plus, there's a lot of bodies around here. You could probably just, like, hide in Can there. I find a longsword? Yeah, it's you can find... Sword. It's a bit yeah. dolls, but it's not, like, broken. If you give a good search, you have plenty of that's, time. You find a similar one that's, to make logs. Of. One that is wondering. not in the hands of a dead hobgoblin. I don't want to take any of the ones that 
they've um, died while wielding. If you go back to the room, um, are you doing a general investigation? Like, is anyone doing any more, like, just looking about for stuff? Um, you guys yeah, I'd probably be curious. I want to grab Mateus real quick. So, oh, you know, yeah. can, you, can you, like, light up some of these little pebbles so we can drop them down these pits? Oh, yes. See if they have a bottom. I can use a cantrip that I've never actually used in this whole campaign, even though I'm human and can't see. See if this pit has a dump truck. I'm gonna cast light um, pebble. Cool. You begin doing that, um, Kala. As you had, as you had skinned the spectator, you would not have time for a short rest at the moment. Um, I think we're about to take a long rest anyway. Yeah. Um, you get a shiny light stone. Here you go, Badger. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you. And I'd like to drop it down this pit where Berengar threw his sword and my bat. Yeah. <laughs> you drop the stone down and... Wait a... I didn't mean to, alright. <laughs> it was an accident. Just saying. It was an accident. <laughs> you drop it and wait about half a second before hearing the tink and looking down... Roughly gauging, it seems to be about 60 feet down. Not not oh, so too like deep. One feather fall spell. Too bad. I don't, I don't have that. Um, Man, Americans will use anything but the metric system. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do we? I want to... Can we see anything like as a safe way to like go down other than these pits? Um, it seems to be just like, or is it just that drop off? We have, we have rope. Yeah, you, have, you have rope, but the the hole itself seems to have just caved in due to, due to age. Cool. Uh, the so we have, we can get your sword back. How much rope do I have? I don't have any. It's so crazy. You used it everyone, before. Everyone gets rope. What you do have is pitons given to you by um, Brinjala. An extra rope. Oh, I forgot. They gave us shit. Yes, or crap. They most, gave us crap. You have most of the exploring items you would need for this. Okay. So, let's deal with I that. Have 50 feet of rope, and they gave us rope. Right. And pitons as anchors. Let's deal with that after resting a bit. Okay. Well, also, Berengar, honestly, I'd feel much more comfortable if you were up top with us, as we are going to be a lot of weaklings without you out in the open. I'm going to look around. We're not leaving it. yet. We we will be coming back down here. This is um man, what would he do? Yeah, he'll head up with them. Okay. Um he, he kinda is he has reservations about it, but he wanted to Okay, you're not looking for you're gonna look for a sword later then, okay? 
Oh, uh, like, well, we, we can see your sword also. They can also get you. We can totally get that sword. Mission to the sword. All right. <laughs> so, as you begin the return journey, it is about a half an hour trip. You went deep underground at the winding cave, the winding excavation leading down. It wasn't a straight path. So after about half an hour of walking, you eventually, um, I archived the page. Hold on. Let me pull it. I don't, you don't need it up. Never mind. You make your way back up to the surface and, um, you see a small, um, cover being set up, um, some camels to the side and you see, uh, kind of lounging around on a stone, just bored out of her mind. Shauna sitting there. kind of sees you and just oh my god you got them Bradley it's so good to see you it's just Badger no no Bradley is behind you she kind of jumps up and uh, runs past you Badger not god Badger (laughs) (laughs) and kind of she's stronger than she looks and uh, she kind of just takes him under the arms and he's a human person so he's not like light in any way but she kind of lifts him up like a child almost and just like oh my god I thought you were dead I don't believe it how long were you in there what happened did you see anything cool (laughs) and she begins bombarding this poor man with questions it's like oh we brought who oh yeah. They're not a couple. They look so cute together. When you say that, Bradley's cheeks go bright red, and he just says, "No, no, just you know, work, work, friends. That's that's all." Um, can you put me down, please? I'll answer your questions once we rest. <laughs> she gonna sure, and she just drops him. <laughs> Aww, I kind of turn toward my two companions, three companions and whisper you don't have to be a seer to see what's going on there Uh, she kind of brings you all back and the other uh, researchers as well and just well I have uh, set up some tea I have uh, put some stew on I've got some rations if you'd like um got water. I have some camels if you'd like to ride them. What you want to do? Where have you been? What have you done? How is it inside? <laughs> I I think Carla will just take some food and then just continue to be slightly frustrated. As, uh, it just keeps quiet. Yeah. And she gets like just like a very passive, just everyone's just getting their food and just yeah. exhausted from the day. She's like, you're not fun! There's definitely, I feel, still some tension in the air between Berengar and I like. I feel like it's thick. It is, and it's going to be addressed soon after we eat and rest. She, she uh, pouts and then just goes off back to the stone, sitting. Uh, uh, so you will get your foods. You get food. You know, you have some leisure time, and then you. Begin your long rest. 
Um, is there anything anyone would like to do before that? Um. Oh. Question that may or may not be the case, but is there any chance that hobgoblins keep a record of their clan's techniques on their person? Um, they're not, they don't have a big oral history, um, or written history. What I will say is, during your meditation, and your focus on Hardbra, I want you to make, what would be the appropriate check here? Religion? Yes, religion, exactly. Religion check. As you have a moment of... Okay. That's a 13. 13. As you have a moment outside with the air now starting to warm up, you kind of... The battle, bloodlusts, and like fight or flight stuff kind of starts to cool. Still still miffed at um, Kala, but starting to cool off and think now. The carvings. Can't quite pinpoint, but the meaning is to cool. Based on the runes, it's to cool something, to beckon. Wait, like the the carvings are meant to call something, or Can like you? the trans. You're you're not. You're not a hundred percent sure what they meant, but you was get it like, term. yes. Was it like the lang the language had the carvings like represented the words to beckon, or like it it's a like shamanic ritual that is meant to commune? Um, like was it the actual word, or was it like a ritual that is you you understand you understand the runes' purpose and what they are meant to do when combined. Gotcha. And given the runes you can see and you can pick out, commune is the thing you get. You're not sure exactly, but the word, like the, the use of commune is what you get. Okay. Awesome. That's all during your, like, just reprieve here. He, he I think, writes those down. Uh... We might do that tomorrow when they're back. Mm-hmm. You have time. Before um, going to sleep, I'll probably just, I guess, inspect the specter. Just wondering what I can make of it, or how much I can probably sell it for, and if it has any magical properties, if possible. Just inspecting um, it. Added. It's a good long strip here. Um, you took it from like back where the tentacle couldn't coalesce as much, so you could get a good clean cut appendages attached still. So um, you're not particularly trained in magical crafting. You need to be more around. Um, frankly, no idea of the cost. It you could expect it to go for thousands. I don't, you don't you don't know if crafted into something appropriate it could go for hundreds of th- tens of thousands sorry you have no idea on the price hmm. okay I would like to use a spell slot as I'm sitting down and kind of just um, resting 
and do comprehend language. Okay. And try to see if I can decipher the um, what I heard earlier. Bring up comprehend languages, please. Uh, isn't it literal meaning? Um, you're not touching the words. If it's written, but I heard stuff. Hmm. You don't have it in written form and you don't understand how to write it proper. I feel like the the way I comprehend language spell would work is that it would take whatever is written or heard and change it before it hits your brain. Um, so what I'd like to do then is while the spell's up, it, it's up for an hour, no yep. concentration. Yep. And... I will try to um, use prestidigitation to replicate parts of the what I heard, so that I hear it again. Okay. Um, prestidigitation has a thing that just replicates sounds, right? Yes. And you meant, spent some time remembering the chanting, at least. Uh, are you doing this on the spectator's words or the chanting? Well, first the chanting, but I have an hour. Okay. Uh, give me so a second. I'll move, I'll move to the spectator after, you know, if I have success. If I don't, I'll be like, okay, time to get minor illusion. <laughs> give me one second whilst I just think of it. It was a little more substance to the audio. Oh, right. Bef uh, before I go to sleep, I'll probably also sprinkle in a gentle repose just to keep the hide and the eye stock from rot rotting, right? To preserve it for a little longer. Okay, sure. Good idea. We can put it in my quiver too if you want. That'll keep it fresh for 24 hours. I'm just typing just, it out. Give me one second. Sorry. Just don't get confused for the edible stuff in there. <laughs> Starting eating leather. This this is very leathery. This is tough. <laughs> what is this? It's good though. Oh. Eye. <laughs> Wait, it's an eyeball. <laughs> it's like the most intense jerky. <laughs> most intense jerky. Uh... And we haven't... What's it called? <laughs> you first skin it and then you tan it. I mean, you could like 100% leather though, I think. Yeah. A desert's a great place to do some tanning. I would just dehydrate oh, so fast. Yeah. That's why the bodies aren't real decomposed, I think. It's just not a lot of water. Yeah. Two more seconds. Thinking about the last part here. It's alright, we're taking care of the dead air for you, no worry. Yeah, we're just talking. <laughs> uh, so, what, what happened while that was gone? 
Oh, um, we got up surface side. Okay. And are eating and taking care of any last minute details that we want to do before we rest. So I'm doing a comprehend language okay. on what I heard. Um, everybody else is snacking and eating. Oh, wait. Kala's doing something too. Kala's doing magics. All right, Corey. I don't know if it's possible, but the Don't first uh, for the n first night shift or whatever, whatever. Okay. If oh wait, did you guys bring the weapon out of the thing? No, yeah. The Beringer's weapon. And in that case, in that case, during the night, I would uh, uh, send Arjuna, and hopefully she can carry it out of the pit and just drag it up. Um, Ajna strength stats. Made out of um, two for a minus four, passively. Yeah, actually, you can carry a long sword out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a bit of a carry. It's a bit of a journey. And it takes a little longer because, you know, Ajna mm. is not trained to carry heavy stuff for long periods of time, so she takes breaks and just occasionally just slips out of her grip. But um, over the course of an hour or two, I mean, actually, I'd say it takes pretty much the entire night for her to get back up. It's a half an hour trip, and she's going slowly carrying something that's most of her carry weight mm. with bad grip. Yeah. Most Follow of the night up. to retrieve it, actually. Yeah. I just want her to try to make it before people wake up. Mm -hmm. and it's uh, the sword is going to sit in front of uh, where Beringer uh, sleeps, and Agnes oh. is going to sit on the hilt. Like she would uh, bring it back before morning. Um, by the by the way, Kala, in the future, I see you having having her take a small line down and bring the other end up to you, and then you pull it up. But that's next time, I think. Yes. Um, Was I able to attune to this dagger if it's magical? Well, over the long rest, you can do that. Um, and I'll give you this sheet in a second. But okay. let's go to um, the chanting. Reproducing the sound as you had practiced beforehand. <laughs> um, it's not an exact translation. Um, it is, to your knowledge, the best that you could get from this. You get That's more fun. Yes. You get <laughs> Our order must protect. Our order must preserve. The machine must not fall into tainted hands. Device or machine is what you get. Device or machine. Hmm. Uh, you put. Let me give you a transcript. Paste this in general, just for you. 
Yes. Um, that's what you get from um, that. And doing the same with the voice of, uh, it seems, the spectator. Frankly, it's kind of just the same that you heard in your minds. It was just, don't move. You will be imprisoned. In which then he began sending messages in your mind after you didn't react to that, and then you started fighting. <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh, shoot. I was doing that all backwards. Oh. Okay. Learning, still learning. Which will be our next campfire discussion. Yes. Um, so, you've deciphered that. Um, you have reposed and preserved some of the leather here. Or hide. You have began attuning to an item. Are you doing anything, Mateus? Uh, am I doing anything? Yeah, anything before you take a long rest. I... You know what? I think I actually am. I'm gonna attune myself to the glaive of the weathered soul because I don't think I've done that yet. Sure. Oh, you heard that? That's fine though. You take a moment to just focus your mind, and as you rest, you begin the attunement process to this. Um, it's a pretty. It looks brittle, but in your hands, as you hold it and begin to attune to it, it begins to feel more sturdy, like a a well-made thing disguised as something brittle. And as uh, your group, Shauna and the researchers all began begin their rest. Um, nothing across you during the night. Luckily. And uh, morning comes. Long rest. Your level up abilities are now active. And uh, of course, you can prepare spells and change stuff as you yes, need it. <clears throat> I can prepare eight spells, I think. Yes. Level five, guys. Congrats. Three. Yeah. So now, as morning comes. Um, oh, actually, no. <laughs> right. Night, day cycle, of course. As so, evening. as evening comes and it cools down, begins to cool down, the sun gets obscured by dunes in the distance you'll kind of wake up from a sort of siesta sleep and uh, you stir Shauna's pretty giddy with excitement she's like well um, so did you you killed everything in there can I go inside because I'm no I'm sorry really but I'm not cons I'm not so sure it's empty. But I want to um, go inside. Oh, I'm sure you will have your chance. Maybe we'll bring something back up for you. Oh, a gift. Um, I love a gift. Could you get me a gift? Of course. <laughs> Badger. Our, uh, our mission was to retrieve them, right? We're finished. With our business, um, I think we there's. Wait, finished, but I am quite curious as to what exactly is down there. There's personal curiosity. 
Plus, they paid us for a couple weeks of expedition, or a couple days at least. We finished it in one. Is Stringers alive, or did any of them perish? Um, to your knowledge, two perished. Um, Bradley told you that the spectator um, uh, wounded one who tried to escape, and you actually found his body um, near the entrance to the main chamber. And another one was um, disintegrated in some fashion, leaving no trace. Wait, I thought I got sending. You got sending? Yes, your third level spells. It's in my third level. You should have sending. Um, yeah, I don't. I did you remember. add um, stuff that is like you have to manually add some spells, like the Xanathar stuff and such? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna see if I just didn't. Uh, that'll be something for next session. You can use sending. I let you prepare it. Just type it out and make sure you have it listed as prepared. That's just you know it's annoying to do that in roll twenty. It's okay. We can I can help you with that later. But um, yes, morning comes. A few of you got some new attunements. Berengar, as you spend some time and morning comes. <clears throat> being loud in my room next to me sorry but that's okay as um you wake you feel connection to this dagger and you can you have an idea what it does it is a dagger of siphon give this to you put it in the loot tab i'll give you text as well but this um, ornately carved dagger of rare metal um, seems to be hollowed and well-tempered, carved with um, fantastical runes with a leather-bound hilt. You gain plus one to attack and damage rolls made with this weapon. And when you reduce a hostile creature to zero hit points, you gain temporary hit points equal to your constitution modifier plus your level minimum of one. Now, is that just when I reduce a creature's ear hit points or when I do it whenever with this you, dagger? Whenever you do it with the dagger. Okay. I probably should have wording. I'll change the wording if you'd like, but yes. you have to use the dagger to do the finishing blow. Okay. Uh, give you text as well. Blah, 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 blah. This. Dagger of Siphon. And, and then do they stack? Uh, no, they do not. Okay. Uh, during your rest, uh, the um, the hand axe you find to not be magical. I'll say during your rest, you probably had time to investigate it and just look it over. Yeah, you can tell this is a masterwork hand axe. Um, to some degree, it seems to be be well crafted and um, uh, you know, just extremely precise point and balance. It moves through the air like a knife cutting butter pra practically. Um, it's not a tune, not a tunement, but uh, that's my dog barking. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but as you use it, um, you may reroll ones and twos on the damage die. I mean, but you must take the next result. And it's a hand axe. Or hand is it a battle axe. Okay. Hand axe. Masterwork. I did not have a 
a card for this. So just it out. That's cool. Neato. I'm just. I'll, I'm just gonna add that to my uh, features and traits. Cool. Um. Yes. Morning comes. Um. You have tuned to the dagger siphoning. Um. You, uh, Mateus, have tuned to. Glaive of the Weather Soul. Yep. You feel uh, you feel power in your hands. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> but um, Shauna kind of pouts that you know, being a gift, so she'll be satisfied. As um, you will make your way back down. Yeah, because I really want to know what the guys have to say. Okay, so it's. You know, about uh, half an hour trek. You make it quick this time, and uh, you reach back. Oh, Baron goes. You woke. You did see um, the Raven sitting atop your blade, embedded in the sand. Uh, he does not take it. Okay. He kind of looks at the Raven, looks at Kyla, stands up, and walks. Both of you. Matthias, yes. I think we all need to chat for a moment. As you're in the pits now, take a moment. Yeah, I kind of didn't want to do it in front of everybody. But it's better to be a united front in front of the common folk, even if we aren't. But I see, Berengar, you're frustrated because... You're going into combat with people that are not used to fighting alongside of other people. And I look to Kala and Mateus. I'll say, Mateus, you've been training diligently and just recently have started looking at combat in terms of more than dueling. But Kala, I expect, has never had to defend herself against multiple attackers or defend others necessarily. This is something that's a skill that we're going to have to practice. Right. Are you comfortable with that, Kala? I think Kala gets slightly annoyed at what you say, but I'm like, okay. I'm I just don't care to because it seems it's to, seems to like argue right now it's all on Berenger's side. Like 16, right? Okay, if it would be like this. You can see that she disagrees with something you're saying, but you're probably not 100% sure what. Unless you carefully pay attention to when uh, to what words you say and what, uh, what my face expression is. As right. I see her expression changing toward me, I'll say... You know, Kala, this is because of how strong you are, not because you're weak. We don't need to protect you more. We need you to help protect us. Berenger kind of speaks up and says, Badger, the day that Kala fights on a team is the day that I wear a noble's clothes. Now let's go. It's like the handout looks pretty noble to me, Berenger. Right. Right now, Kala is fighting on a team. Exactly. We're all going to the team whether we 
really, we all chose this. We could all walk away at any second, but we're all here for each other and with each other. Now, empty words when uh, one's life is on the line. Semantics and the fancy things of saying do nothing. Also, one thing I want to say when you say noble clothes, I just kind of smirk because you know that Kala takes pride in her uh, tailoring. Mm hmm. So when you oh. say when you wear noble a noble's clothes, I just kind of smile because you literally uh, in in my mind you're literally saying that you're doing a threat now. Uh, who was it that actually revived Mateus? Um, uh, that was Berengar. I think it was me and then Badger because he went down twice, didn't he? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Double <laughs> Uh, Don't rub it in. Uh, he, he did twice. Um, well, okay. Well, that's. I think. <laughs> and so and so, I think noticing that, um, the the expression on Kahlo, I think in regards to Berengar's clothes, you only made him the hood. Oh no no no! Um, I I did I, when I was thinking, I, I crafted like a full outfit, but I. Assumed you'd rather like ha uh, show some of your scars, uh, yeah, some of your more kinda... notable scars. Uh, you sh you can see on your body. Uh, you can see on the. It's open. He kind of just removed. He kind of just removed the furs off of his own clothes, and then took a hood from you. Um, because his own clothes is basically just like a fucking harness with pants. Yeah, <laughs> fair. Um, and so he, doing that. Kind of looks down and says, Would you look at that? Tears off the hood and walks away. <sighs> Kids. <laughs> it is going to take practice. Berengar did not become a team I'm, player. I'm just going one. to collect the hood and then just yeah. stay, stay to myself. Well, or anyway. rather, instead of saying to myself, not staying with Berengar for now. Yeah. None of us are actually dead, and although the fight did get pretty hairy last time, I think we all did the best we can do under the circumstances. Berengar's actually gone uh, by this point. He's continued yeah. further into the... Right. Uh, yeah. Alright, I also take the sword, just... Now I have a weapon, actually. We have the, uh... His longsword... Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, researchers down here with us. Uh, researchers are kind of following behind you at the moment. You probably took the sword beforehand, Kala. Right. Just okay. Timey wimey stuff, you know. Alright. Well, maybe we'll be the one. Yes. Time to cast some fun new spells. You make, you make your I way can... down. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say I can't cast my uh, really fun new spell because I need to. Shop first. You do need to shop first. He's okay. a good shopper from everyone. Right. I um, I actually do need to shop as well to cast sending. I need a does or does anybody have any copper wire? Just you have a me. does that material cost? 
Uh, don't think so. You no, have, it doesn't have you a. Cost. Have a holy symbol as your material, so that replaces if it doesn't cost. Oh, yay! So yeah, you can cast sending. That's totally fine. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and cast sending to Kazoon. Here you go, sending stuff. Right. Okay. Yay. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I have 25 words, right? 25 words. Make sure you get them in. <laughs> Hello, Kazoon. This is Mateus. We found the researchers. Most are alive. Um. We are looking at the ruins. Gonna let you know what, and that's it. <laughs> okay. That's all I had. That's all 25. That's so Mateus. Okay. Oops. You wait for a second and you get a response. Um, that's great news. Are they doing well? I can't answer unless I explain another spell slot. So there's another, there's another, there's another pause, and he says again, if they are pushy about continuing research for too long, please remind them they are needed back here, and that's all you get. All right, so I informed Kazoon of the situation. So who wants to talk to dead bodies? That was one third love spell. Yes, I already marked it. Felt tingly. Um, I think Berengar should definitely be here for this. You got five did, questions. Did he storm off? Berengar is a little bit further. Yeah, Berengar went to the room where Hardra is. All right. With the double um, pyramids. I have five questions. Do you have any that you'd like to ask him, Berengar? I have some in mind, but let's get the the important ones out of the way first. Right, uh, Bradley. What? I I don't have anything to ask him. So I'm just going to cast a spell. You tell me what you want to, to know, and I'll ask them. Um, well, that would be very nice for us. Um, I would kind of like to know why they came here. Um, yes, that's important. Um, it's, hmm. Should we make a list of the questions first, or do you want to wing it? I would like to ask him what the markings on his arm means. Okay, so let me write these questions down. Unique with dead hard hard bra, not hard bra. So wait, how many questions are you giving Berengar? Uh, you can decide. Yeah, that's 
How many questions does Bradley? I mean, probably two hundred. I have a lot of questions, yeah. so um, <laughs> um, I'm happy to leave it all to you, really. You know, I'm gonna say because Bradley yep. and the rest are scientific researchers, and there's probably gonna be overlap anyway. I'll give Bradley three, and Berengar, I'll give you two. Fair enough. Because yeah, the he specifically mentions that the questions that he wants to ask aren't really conducive to finding out what is here, right. and like they're more personal. Right. Um, now I'm gonna pondering this. Brody kind of looks at Berenger up and down. Just, I mean, um, you are of the same culture as him. You may you know more or know the right things to pull. Maybe you take three questions and I take two. You want... Bradley wants two questions. Berengar gets three. And so then, is it Mateus speaking, or can he have somebody um, speak to... Mateus would have to ask the question. Yeah, I have to ask the questions. I think he and can then, see all of us, though. Do we hear the answer? Yes. Yes, he speaks the okay. answer verbally. Okay. Alright, so... First question, markings on arm, what mean... Right, so Berengar just kind of speaks uh, like what do the ask him what the runes on his arm means. All right. Is this is this like happening right now? Or are we? Is this? No, no, you're down? just you're kind of just playing. Have, okay. Yeah, I, I haven't yeah. cast the spell yet. Oh, while we're thinking questions, can we like move some of the bodies? I need place to put the incense. I feel like Berengar would, would set up kind of a yeah respectful area. Yeah, the researchers just kind of, just kind of look to you. They kind of eh. Touchy I'll cast down seeing the servant um, as a ritual <laughs> to you, help move some bodies out of the way. You gotta you gotta help a Berengar. Cool. <laughs> so you move the bodies around. Um, so markings on his arm. Um, why did they come here? What else do you guys want to ask? Well, I wanted to ask him. Just are are they detailed answers or are they? Um, um they. I, let's me. I'm not let's sure, me, but I have it, a feeling that. I'm just going to press this so we can all see it. Just in case. Answers are usually brief, cryptic, or repetitive, and the corpse is no under under no compulsion to offer a truthful answer if you are hostile to it or it recognizes you as an enemy. So Corey is the um, archaeologist. What did he give us his questions? Yeah. Um He Just is so asking why they came here, and he's still thinking about the other one. He's holding it. So Okay, why? so he's why they came here. Okay, I thought that was Bangor. Um, um, maybe if he knows who owns this place, or oh, who own who like the succession of ownership, like who the temple was originally built for? Yeah, possibly. Just just an idea. Do you? That's actually a good one. So I'm gonna write that down. And what currently lives here? I don't think he'd know that because he's been dead for a bit and he doesn't have any memory. Like, uh, we can only ask him about his life. Current 
in his. Yeah, got it. I'm gonna ask him where can I learn the techniques of the Earthbreakers? Okay. You know, that's four questions, then. We have one more. Um, what was the... How did you phrase your question again, Badger? Oh, uh, I was assuming this temple had multiple changed hands Do you know since his statue was outside. So what the secession of the ownership of this temple was, if he knows. It was like a crypt that was broken into, I think, wasn't it? Yes. It seems like, like they were building the temple and so they fell upon a crypt. Yeah. So you're asking, do you know who the crypt was built for? Ah, that's a great question. That gets right to the root of it. Yeah. Was... I don't know why I'm writing these out like full on. And then nope. uh, I think Berenger speaks up for the last one and says, ask him what the purpose of this visit was towards the Great Excursion. That was the fifth question? That he, if that's what Berenger wants it to be. Right. Um, what was the other thing you asked before this question? Where can he learn the techniques of the Earthbreaker clan? That one. Where mm -hmm. can learn? Earthbreaker should be capitalized. Oh, this is very exciting. You're really gonna wow. I mean this means wow. I'm I trying know. to get my mind around the fact that you're gonna contact my my hands are left the material plane. Wait. Is this disrespectful in any way? No. No. All right. Uh, he's not asking it disrespectfully. Uh, rephrasing it to be more respectful. Um. God, what would he say? What was the quest? Why? Why? Why did they come? The fifth question was what again? The purpose of this visit towards the Great Excursion. But wouldn't that also just be why did you come here? Yeah, but it's more pointed, so maybe we may. So... We, it may be changed depending on his answer to the, that question. That's that should be the first one that's asked. Well, do we know, do we know how he died? That could be a good one. Yeah, you have no idea. You don't know how any of these guys died. They all died mysteriously. Oh, hold on. I'm actually quite curious in that. How did you? Yeah, I'm gonna. Are we going to ask that instead of... I was going to say, how did the Great Excursion end? How did the Great Excursion end? What do the elites call their... Uh, this thing that they do in Halo? The, their religious uh, the I, Great Journey? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know uh, Halo lore. Yeah, I... I don't think I've ever actually played Halo. I played Halo 1 when I was six years old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Halo. Not for right. a while. But are you so, talking about a vision quest or something? Uh, yeah, they call it a specific thing. All right. So, yeah. got all of our questions, I believe. 
unless anyone wants to change anything. Let's, let's see what he answers, and then... Bradley is just kind of curious and anticipating. Yeah, and this is all I can do for today, so if you want to ask him any more questions, it'll have to wait until tomorrow. I don't think you can do it again. That's true. No, right. You'll have to wait at least ten days, actually. So if you want to ask Hogbra any more questions, we're going to have to wait 10 days. I thought it just, you couldn't do it again. No, um, it, I just... You can't yeah. cast the spell on it if it's the been spell, cast in the last the, 10 days. The spell huh. fails if the corpse was the target of the spell within the last 10 days. So, interesting. this is going to be our last chance for a while. And Kazun wants us back ASAP. So, uh, whew, let's do this. And I'm just going to place some incense sticks in those little fancy incense bowls around uh, Harbra's body. I'm going to light each of them. You go around. Can Berengar be in the front to where Harbra would see him? You yeah, you can yourself where the body yeah, would be. You can sit right next to me, and I'm just going to sit cross-legged right in front of the body. Well, he is actually, he's standing. Um, when Harbra appears, he's going to kneel. All right. And then I'm going to cast Speak with Dead. As you channel the magic, new higher level powers you have began to explore as you lit each of these um, small like bowls full of incense each of them lit you sit down, you meditate for a brief second Berengar beside you you see as um, the light from uh, each of these uh, sconces or you know just incense uh, bowls yeah. yeah they change from a reddish to a White, um, and as I don't think they actually give off light. It's just smoke, flavor. Yeah. Anyway, as the smoke becomes white and it coalesces around the body, you see as it enters the mouth, nose, and eyes, and gives the, the corpse life. You see, lifting its eyelid. The body peers out, still strewn. The arms, legs lay outwards. The carvings dried. Head lolled upwards. Lock sides of the Berengar. He's going to kneel and give a water uh, clan salute. Why there's raised? Say greetings, great general. We wish to ask you some questions. Stay silent. Alright, he won't actually speak unless I yeah. ask him a question, so... The runes on your arm, what what do they mean? The head can move, it would, but it's very stiff, and as it tries to move, you see the body... The wear starts to take on slightly. You just see... Skin starts to crack slightly. Form struggles to maintain itself. 
He looks to his arm still, though. It is an ancient rune system devised by my top shamans to commune with my god, to seek power and audience. Silence again. Alright. Do we want to ask him why he was here now? Yes. I'm just writing down the answer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why did you come to this crypt? The body again. It can't move. Its limbs are still just stuck. The neck kind of... The face kind of like grimaces. Came here on good intention. A mission from Maglubiet. I was tricked. Lied to. Silence. Where are the other... Um... Berengar says... To Mateus, he says, ask him, or tell him that... I wish to restart the excursion. And where I could learn the techniques of the Earthbreakers. Alright, um... During this, Berengar is also kind of like... Shook. Yeah, I'd imagine. He doesn't get um, magic much, and sweet. this... He's speaking to a, his, like, clan's legend. Where can my friend begin learning Earthbreaker techniques? The body... Stay still for a second. Looks at you, Bang. Looks at your markings on your arm. The wills grant Earthbreaker's patience, focus, and determination to stand against tide. One who has cast his clan away will be exiled. Only the Glubiet itself. What was that last part? Only Glubiet himself granted back. Ooh, that hurt. Silence again. You see, as the magic has taken hold of this, the body, the aid, the body wasn't before in um, the state of sort of prevented from decay. But as the spell has kind of taken, taken hold, the body has began to experience the effects. Like it's rotting? 
not like rapid decay. Extreme, but you see, it's beginning to wear. Magic is pretty taxing, especially on the dead. Form isn't <clears> gone, <throat> but you just notice that. That's do you, do you know what this place was originally built for? No. I was told this was the resting place for great gift, the Glubiet. But I was lied to. I have no idea what this place holds. Hell. We should ask him. Oh, sorry. We should ask him where he got the information. Right. Four questions. I feel like we already know how he died. Something killed him. So. I'd like to find out whoever is taking the image of our god and using it for other purposes. All right. I'll ask him that then. Who lied to you? The body. This is the first time you see the limbs make even the slightest movement. You see the ancient muscles kind of tense for a second. As a young boy, I saw visions. What I thought to be my god beckoning me calling me to greatness. I followed them. It led me to a man. He promised if I opened this tomb, I would find Glubiet's glory. But when I did, was betrayed. And as um, the smoke pulls from the body now, when it entered, it was a, a crystal clear white, but when it enters, it's a mud dark brown and black. It pulls from him. His eyes look towards all of you, Berengar, last. You hear his final breath. Glubiet should not be dishonored like this. Failed him. Before the body and the eyes reclose, the jaw goes slack again. The body re-stiffens slightly, and the spell ends. Oh, really? Well, that's all the answers we're getting out of him. I... That was incredible. Right. How are you feeling about this, Bangalore? 
Um, he's still kind of staring at Hardbrow's body. And he, your question kind of brings him back into like the land of the living. He like zones back to reality and kind of slowly looks down at the ground, looks back up and turns and walks away. He's, he's bothered. Thanks. Um. Well, does anybody else want to do anything while we're down here? Or um, head back to my soul? You see Bradley kind of perk up and just... Um, well... I would like to take these tapestries. They are... They are embedded in the wall, so... Yesterday, um... Halfling associates here had begun to uh, remove pieces piece by piece. We're going to hopefully bring it back and uh, well, it's not often you see such um, descriptive pieces of history. Uh, we're just going to do to remove them. We won't be more than an hour if you don't mind waiting. Alright. Um, if it's just going to be an hour... That should be too fine. Kazum wants us back as soon as possible. He said you folk were needed back there. Oh, he says that all the time. Well, it's very interesting stuff, and I'm sure we could find decades worth of reasons to stay here. <laughs> but if he needs us... Sure, sure. Well, I wouldn't mind investigating this pyramid just a little bit. Hmm. Right, well, I suppose I'll be waiting. Okay, then. Alright, guys, let's get to work. And they, um, head off. Okay, while everyone else was doing that, I just looked into this here to see if I can find anything in there. Uh, you're on a thing. I'm on the wrong page. You're looking into the hole? I'm um, just looking into it all, seeing if there's anything of possible value. Just seems to be nothing. Of... Well, actually, um, we'll go to break first and then I'll tell you if there's something there. That sounds fun, because um, we need to take a break. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. we'll yeah. anticipation after these uh, short messages by nobody. Just, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, unless we get, unless we somehow get sponsors by the time this episode releases. <laughs> somehow. Up. Anyway, we recorded a month in advance. Yeah, see you in a see you in a, in a month. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> now, as um, you have done your ritual to speak with Hardbra, questions have been answered. More questions probably needed to be answered now. Kali, you have done a quick sweep around the room. Make an investigation check, please. Investigation. Yes. No, okay. Um, I'll say around the general room and just the place in general, um, you notice that inlaid in a couple of these faceless masks, like busts on the wall, some of them do have um, jeweled eyes, emeralds, green. Um, you know, if you pried a few of them off, you could 
That's a pretty penny. Uh-oh. I'm not sure if that's intentional <laughs> or not. I'm like, I'm already at uh, odds with a certain yeah, person yeah. here. So I'm like, I'm not going to pry Those faces away the... weren't hobgoblin, yeah. were they? That was in no. the crypt. Yeah, remember, these aren't hobgoblins. Oh, shit, they're not yeah. hobgoblin faces, or. Uh-uh. Okay, in that case, I'll probably pry some away f the expeditionists. Uh, I was called not expeditionists. Was it the scholars? Yeah. Aren't too much opposed to it. Um, no, they're kind of absorbed. Naturally, as you you borrow a dagger again and you begin. To no, no, no. I have Beringar's longsword. I'm gonna use that. Oh, you... <laughs> Very uh, inefficiently. Uh, Very inefficiently. You pull up the bone longsword and begin the process. Uh, looking behind you, though, you do see that they are working quickly and they are quickly, delicately um, carving out the stone um, pieces of art and engravings, stacking them and binding them in cloth to bring. And as you look, you do get a sense of what the pictures des describe. I mean, a quick glance, you see there was the original picture of a, a purple smoke-like being with yellow eyes um, standing before uh, men with weapons, spells, daggers, and all sorts. You do see, um, besides that, you see a man um, standing like on like a cliffside almost. His arms up with, it seems, trails of some sort of energy or lines you don't know it's hard to tell you see these trails coming into him from the sky and you see he has many people praying or worshipping you're not sure but you see many people just like in support of him as he does this you see another um picture being also um now deconstructed of um, the smoke monster being shrunk down into a bead and then put in like a box hmm. with uh, the men and women with the swords and spells there standing again would the people be of any certain race or they're very silhouetted you can't really gauge. There is a there is a fourth one, but it seems to have been weathered to time. Hmm. I assume we didn't find the uh, any boxes. You don't really know. Oh. I certainly didn't find it with uh, my nine. <laughs> yeah, I just get whatever gems I can for now. You find, um, hold on, uh, you roll nine, so you find eight, no, four sets, so eight total, worth of, um, emeralds, so eight small emeralds. You can mark that down where you want, but don't lose them. You guys have a bunch of stones, don't lose them. <laughs> Get it? Such fests. Uh, you have some opals as well. That's right. 
You have you have the loot tab. Don't forget to use it. You can just put ah. it. In. Whatever. Yeah. Yes, but um, as during your aside, you see them begin to store those um, blocks of stone, and you also begin to pry them off. You return, and you have them clinking in a small bag, and uh, you guys begin to just wait as they work quickly to deconstruct these uh, stone tablets, and eventually about an hour passes, and Bradley comes up and says, Um, well, um, we've got what we came for, but there is a lot more to investigate. So I'm just saying, if we stay here for maybe a week or so, we could probably get a lot more info. Alright, you can come back here once you have enough supplies, but first we have to go. I somewhat look relieved at uh, Mateo saying that. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, I'm sure Kazoon needs us. Uh, whatever he says. And, uh, shall we go? Alright, let's head on. Um, yes. And he, he is a, not the strongest of guys, but he is with two hands underneath a, like a bag of stones being very gentle he just like lugging these tablets up same with um the others as well none of them are particular the, the elf guy is a bit stronger so he's doing better Th- they're having struggles though as they go we didn't bring our cart did we no you took camels no yeah. that would have been useful do we have a cart? Did they provide us with anything? Uh, you took uh, camels for each of you. Um, we didn't actually get extra camels, unfortunately. So you're going to have to double up. I got Sarge the camel. I have Quartzy the camel, and he does not like my hair. I I take off my... Uh, what's it called, Noggin? Um, Your headband. Yeah, my headband. And... Just chill with Sarge. Not speaking with him, but just chill. We, we can put the uh, camel or the treasure on Berengar's camel and Berengar can walk. Alright. Mm-hmm. It is cool enough. And as, um. Yeah. So the halflings will. Since they are lighter people, they will take the camel and the stones and sit. Um. Sean will ride in her camel. You you just double up and however you see fit. Branga, you will walk. And uh, as you reach the surface, night sky. Before you even get a chance to set up and leave, Sean kind of rushes to you and says, "So, do you have any gifts? What did you get me?" Oh, you know what? That's very that's Badger's problem, not mine. <laughs> he just goes, "Oh," and walks away. <laughs> You must tell me, you must tell me. What did you get? So excited. Um, Waiting so, so long. Well, we were down there an hour, and yeah. one of the things that I was doing was I was asking the other halflings if they'd taken um, rubbings or had drawn or taken sketches of everything before they disassemble. Um, You... Yeah, so the two halflings. I wrote the name somewhere. Hold on. 
Hold on, hold on. It was Eddie and John. There you go. Uh, they, yeah, they made they made rubbings and they have them like rolled up in a satchel as well. They're like, um, yes, of course we made rubbing. Do you take us for fools? Did you also make sure that it was only a two-layer relief so that you didn't miss anything? We have all the stones we need. Trust us. Oh, You've done this before. Very good. Yep. Quite experienced. In that, case, in that case, I will um, take a page out of my notebook and give it to uh, her. It was a, a rough sketch of the the first relief and I'll give that to her her eyes kind of go wide like this is what it was inside this is what you found yeah what do you make of it oh it's just like shake the paper and like this is so cool thank you um well it looks like stone oh then I did a good drawing <laughs> it's really nice. Um, actually, all pudding. She's like, oh. <laughs> thank, you. thank you. Wonderful. Um, thank you so much. Um, what's your name again? Oh, Badgers. You may call me Badger. I should really ask people that. Sorry, but this is a great gift. Um, thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. She gleefully uh, skips away and begins preparing the camels. Honestly, I feel like we could have given her a rock and told her it was from the inside and she'd just go over the moon. I thought of it, but... <laughs> Wait a sec, I'm going to roll something. <laughs> she does a... <laughs> She's very happy, and she does a little, like cartwheel not a very good one <laughs> she's not very good <laughs> <laughs> little cartwheel in celebration uh, do you know what I'll give her the long sword whoa oh. <gasps> wow oh my god I just give it and then talk back to her I'm just here and I go back to my camel she so just like to chill what is this she kind of like grab you from behind, like, "Oh my god, thank you, thank you so much, thank you so much. This is the best gift ever. Like, it's a whole sword. I get to swing it, I get to throw it. Watch this!" And she begins just like, <laughs> she says a word under her breath, and like the sword <laughs> lights on fire. Kazam! Look, it's on fire! Wait, it's on fire! Ah! Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to break it. I'm sorry. I just nod and go back to my horse. Camel. Your horse Camel. Is a long way away. Camel. Grass, I miss you. Come back one day. Uh, yes, but she's excited. She almost breaks it. She doesn't. Stays excited. Pairs the camels, and as the night sky gets deeper and darker, as you get deeper into night, you begin your four-day trek back. Taking uh, mornings to rest and such. Um, during these four days, is there anything you'd like to do? Uh, 
Uh, I think Berenger is still training with Mateus. Um, yeah, just the usual. Uh, so uh, it would be the 12th now, returning home. Can you mark that down? As they um, train, I let them go to their halfway point, and then I'm going to recommend that we train as a group. Okay. Also, while we're traveling, I want to ride near um, Shauna. The tiefling? And, yeah. And have her and talk to her about how she uses the stars, which ones, and, you know, things like that. How she does her nighttime navigation in the desert. I won't just, I won't roleplay this because it'd be a lot of words. Yeah, you don't have to do it's just tell you in great detail about how you look for the signal star and then you have to figure out um the direction that the sun sets in some cases and then you'd have to find certain constellations and follow them for a certain amount of paces. You usually count it by the dunes that usually have a set um divot and rising pattern along the desert. So you can count that to gauge your distance. That sort of stuff. And um, cool. you know, she'll tell you about some certain areas are more likely to have um, certain geographical things. Like some will have plateaus of stone, some will have sandstorms that are often, and you can use that to roughly guesstimate where you are. That stuff. Excellent. Yes, but um, you begin um, training at first, and you're introduced to group training. Yeah. Berengar oh, mentions that Badger can join the sparring session if he would like to. Okay, I will. And then I'm going to, as I um, enter, I'm going to pass by Kala and say, hey, could you do me a favor and put a darkness right <laughs> at the edge of where we're sparring? Right at the edge, right behind me. Would you do that for me for just maybe 12 seconds? Uh, sure. Is that okay over there? <clears throat> Wait until we're in gauged. Oh, and then, uh, yes, right behind me. So is it Mateus um, and Berengar versus Badger and Kala? No. Is it's, that the um, sparring like setup? I I already used uh, when you came up to me and asked. I had already <sighs> used it. I I used it as soon as you asked. Well, in that case, as you know, since they're already sparring and and she does it right away, I'll make a full move and jump right into the edge of the darkness near Berengar. Okay. You kind of just. Wait, so you're in the darkness, and you jump from the darkness into Barang. So, yeah, basically I'm going to move into the darkness. Using it as cover. Barangar, and use it as cover, and come out of it, make a touch, and then drop back into it. Yeah, you move quickly. You're a nimble small person, so, like, it's Barangar. It's hard to keep track. It's like, you see him come from one side... 
touch your leg, pull back before you get a chance to swing, and as you're trying to wade in, you feel him touch the back of your leg, and you turn around and you try and it kind of gets on like that. He's kind of catching you out, seeing the darkness here. Your senses are being limited. Do I see Kala? Yeah. Rengar is going after Kala. No, she's on the other side of the darkness. Oh, okay. He knows she's somewhere, though. Yeah. And he's going to dart to the side of the darkness. You, you go and, around the side and find him. And I think he... he disengages, so pounces. I'll grab him. <laughs> no, no, that's not the... No! <laughs> okay, just first, first, how far away would I be from everything that's happening? I think he actually runs straight through the darkness. It's up to you, like... It remind here. You could have been up to 60 feet away, really. Uh, I would say probably be a bit smaller since you're kind of in camp when you're training here. But yeah, up to you where you want, would like to be. You could just be like sitting whilst they're doing this and he just kind of begins running into the darkness towards you. Yeah, I'm just sitting with my book. Like... <laughs> you've got, you've got and... your like, mind on the darkness, but you're not really like trying to... Yeah, I'm up. concentrating on it, but I'm just like sitting with my book got other stuff to do he uh so he sees color now if you run through the darkness long enough you come up the other side and you see color yeah so he's oh, taking the dodge me. action until he gets the color <laughs> um, and what he does <laughs> is god i i i hate this you see personally. color Okay, well, firstly, you, oh, you see Badger kind of grab you and try and stop you. You're a big guy, though. And he's kind of saying, like, well, stop, stop, stop. And you see Kala on the other end kind of just not paying attention. Maybe she raised her eye a second for seconds, but she's not, like, Yeah, so doing... she raises her eyes. He is coming after her. Kala, you see him just kind of... <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, no. Wait, there's a gif that would explain this exactly. Oh, I can't find it. I really this want to find it. Funny. This isn't what I meant by practice as a group. <laughs> you, you see, no, sure. uh, this is this is gonna be freaking scuffed. Whatever. I'll give you a YouTube link because I think it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you see. <laughs> Practically. Oh boy. <laughs> you see, um, <laughs> the officer Earl from Claudia with a chance of meeting. Yeah. You see him running full throttle towards you. Um, next to him on like his waist leg holding on, you see, um, Badger kind of just like panicked. This is not what he expected. And I think like, if Badger's, I, if Badger's grabbing to... onto him. He jumps I'm in the air, kind of does a 360, and like throws Badger off and keeps going. Okay. I am going to hike, like quickly just look back and then just like. Okay. <laughs> uh, and he pounces on Kala. <laughs> no, no weapons. Uh, what he's doing is he is making an unarmed attack. Not enough to do any damage, but enough to have to force her to try and maintain con concentration. You kind of do a palm to the forehead, like push her back. Yeah. The book comes clattering out. Um, 
make a constitution saving throw, I guess. Yeah, I dropped it apparently. <laughs> I was completely caught off guard there. As you kind of you're kind of reading your book, and you're hearing like the fighting happen in the background. You know, like raise your head, look for a second. Raise your head again, and you see him getting way closer, and then he just jumps, hits you I in the forehead. I think he kicks her actually. <laughs> it's in like, all honesty, oh I think he like jumps she, he in the kicked, air and it's like foot to the face. He so kicks towards you. You you raise your hand with the book in it to try and like block, and your your arms like clash into your face. Book goes flying, dust everywhere. You you land, Baringa lands, Badger lands, being thrown off just seconds before. Lights go out. Mateus is just swinging air. And Berengar, uh, he he had been... I'd say he's, he was actually holding his weapon. Because uh, what he does is he turns around to Badger Mateus. Um, and is kind of walking back. And he's mad. He says, rule number one, always go for the caster. And throws his weapon to the side and says, training's done. But I yes, am pissed. Yes, I'm not going to do anything. Rule. Though, that's a very good rule, <laughs> and we uh, should all remember that. Zug, I love you. <laughs> I'm just pissed as fuck, but I'm just and gonna, gonna blast us with Eldritch. Great, <laughs> I was tempted. Don't say I wasn't. No, Sean. Yeah, I know. I could just see her. <laughs> they were like smoke coming out of her fingers, like little specks of sparks, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, like, she pops, like, multiple veins, but she's like, <laughs> fine. Okay. Bangar is a special kind of person, so I'm just gonna chill. Ajna calls at you, Berengar, just like, ah, ah. So, what was that little bro? learned on this day in training. Always go for the caster. Yes, very good, very good. Two, caster should stay focused on the action <laughs> and always protect your caster but the caster needs to know what's happening i low key just also eyeball uh, a badger like yeah i did not yeah. sign up for this you know that kind of look um you see like some of the <laughs> um the men uh, the researchers are kind of just like watching this and Bradley's like mm-hmm. it's coming it's coming um, to a head um you know you probably fit right in with the researchers Brinjada at least good lord <laughs> oh they, did they say that to me or um to everyone actually like you know what? Thank it, you. It, I, I'm going to like if I see Berengar come towards me anytime soon, I'll just cast Sanctuary like reactionary. I'm like, okay, you're uh, coming to like sprinting towards me or something. I'm just gonna cast Sanctuary on myself. Okay. I'm like, I don't want to deal with his bullshit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um, naturally, um, Mateus, as you kind of regain your bearings and see them, yeah. Uh, I think Berengar like walks past Mateus after he said the training's over. He like just kind of passes him. 
All right. I not a complete success. No, this was something. I, I can't believe I didn't see that coming. Yeah, he seems to have had the past a rough past couple days. I'm gonna go talk to Beringar. <laughs> he, uh, where are we? Where are we? We're like traveling, right? Mm-hmm. Is this like yeah. after camp? Or this would be like at the. It'd be probably coming early morning, probably. Yeah, it'd be like it would probably be evening time. When um, it's time for us to rest, or when we in the morning? No, yeah, it'd be early morning. No, wait, wait. Early beginning morning. of our travel or end of our travel? Um, beginning of our long rest. Yes. Okay. So at the end hey. of our traveling day. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So it's it's becoming daytime, and we're in the yep. middle of the desert. Beringer probably just walks off. Uh, somewhere behind like a big rock or something. There are a few. He needs an umbrella. So I see him sulking over off in a corner. <laughs> he just is like pouting at the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I just come up behind him. Hello, Berengar. Mateus. You doing all right? I'm fine. Is uh, is this seat taken? He kind of looks around at the expansive desert. That's yeah, that's fair. I'm just gonna sit down. So, you've had an interesting couple days. I think we all have, haven't we? Well, fight. You almost died. Well, that's a given. We all lead, I think, far more interesting lives than we had a couple months ago. A month? Wait, how long have we been traveling? Um, it's been about a monthish. Um, uh, started around. It's yeah, been over a month. Started, now. We started Makarach, and now it's Avril. Avril. Yes, it's been about a month and a week. Nearly. Wow. <clears throat> You know, last month was just a interesting, but you got to meet a certain someone. How do you feel about that? He kind of looks off into the the sun rise. There we go. I got my time right. He looks off into the sunrise, the orange sky, and he kind of goes. I think he's quiet for a long time. And he finally sighs and says, It was exactly as I expected. And yet you don't seem happy or elated in any way. Is it, is it because of what he said about your exile? At the word exile, because you, Mateus didn't know, right? No. Yeah, so at the word exile, I think is the first time he realizes that it became public knowledge. And he gets about as embarrassed as Berenger can get. 
He just uh, kind of like shies away and says, "Yeah, that uh, that did happen." You want to talk about it? He's quiet for a long time. He says, "In my experience, words have never done much." Especially as of recent. And he he kind of takes momentum of this, and I think without realizing that he's talking about it, begins talking about it. Yeah. And says, I... I gave everything to my clan. This is my home. My brother, its leader. And a hero to the people. And... He just threw me away. You were exiled by your own brother. He nods. Did he give you a reason why, or did he just one day decide you had to leave? Tori, did we come up with a reason that Berengar knew, or was it just... You know you had a spat with a certain gender. Yeah. Okay. Not, but given the the mo- or the sack. He told me that I brought shame upon my clan and that it had no place for me. And you see, as at this, um, you know, so he says that and goes, and then, uh, then I left. And he turns toward Mateus, and you can see that he is tearing up a little. Oh. Well,. I don't know what you did, but I don't think you brought shame to anyone here, and you're certainly of use to us here. You? But I'm not what I used to be. Do you I've need changed. To, do you need to be what you used to be? You, your clan was the symbol of water, right? Correct. Water is the most changing subject. Changing substance. It can be ice. It can be clouds. It can be liquid. Water changes because that's its nature. Perhaps changes for the better for you. If they couldn't find a use for you, perhaps you have to make your own use elsewhere. If... What Hardbrock said, he said you can't learn the techniques of the Earthbreakers, but I mean, how wise can be he, he be? He's a bit dead. He was the hero of our people. Oh. He was my, my hero. Hmm. I suppose it's true that they say they never... You should never meet your heroes. But... You know, he was wrong. He had been lied to. Just because he's a hero doesn't mean he's infallible. 
all, it seems to me that you've been put down quite a bit recently and you're trying to find where you fit in, in your clan or in the world. And perhaps you don't need your clans. Maybe you need to make your own. He kind of motions to his scar, um, which is those eight directional arrows. And he says, that's what this symbol is for. Um, it's a, uh, an oath against the clans. I, I have, I have forsaken my place in the hierarchy just as they have. And I do not have a home. Well, I don't think you have a home with them, but you certainly have a home with us. We may travel, but I assume, you know, you're quite used to that. We live in a strange world, you know. I don't know why your brother decided that you had to leave, but I do know that leaving your clan isn't always a bad thing. You said that you gave everything to your clan and they left you. I had something of a clan once. I gave nothing to them. I took everything and I left. I haven't spoken to them since. I don't know if they're alive or still there. But change happens swiftly. You know, I ended up here. Well, in the middle of the desert, but, you know, where I am now as a person and as, you know, sort of a priest, I guess. What I'm saying is perhaps change, especially volatile change such as this, makes you stronger. You don't have to be part of a, a clan who can't accept you. You don't have to change yourself to make it fit in. Sometimes you have to carve your own path. That's how rivers are made. That's how canyons are formed. Water decided, I need to do what I need to do and I need to make things work for me. He kind of thinks on that. He says, you're right. He looks down at the ground. But, and, and kind of dropping the sorrowful tone. He says, how am I supposed to fight with somebody who does not value my life 
Right. Even though we were tribal, even though we were ruthless. And I think he stands up at this point and starts pacing. We looked out for each other. We made sure that each one of us came home. And if they didn't, it was because we had tried everything and failed. I don't know. I just think... Perhaps it wasn't that she devalued our lives above hers or below hers. I think she... I think she that was just scared. It was a pretty big thing. It... We haven't been in that many fights as a group or... So, we're still getting used to each other? If that makes sense? Still need to, uh... You know, find out how each other tick. I mean, we've been traveling together for only a month. We don't know that much about each other yet. With your clan, you've been, you've been with them for years, your whole life. So it's almost automatic. The way your hierarchies and your strategies work. I think for us, we need to come up with something. Thinks on that. And you can, it, it reaches him. Oh. And he kind of stands up. And there's a resolve on his face. He says, come with me. Oh, all right. I'm going to stand up and just follow Berengar. Uh, he walks back to the group. And begins walking towards Kala. Hmm. Not threateningly, but is still walking towards her. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I was jokingly going to say I threw out the sanctuary just in case. Well, like, Berenger does <laughs> have I'm RBF, do so I don't know if you can tell if he's hostile or not. RBF? What's that? Resting bitch face. I Means he just yeah. looks angry all the time. Right. So, like. Need practice. He probably does look. A little angry. Yeah, Badger yep. stands up. However, yeah. you don't look excited, so I assume you won't attack me. No, that's a fair assumption, actually. And so, what is Badger doing? Oh, I I was okay. going to say while you were talking to Mateus, I probably you know went and sat by Kala. Okay, so whilst you're talking, um, Badger, you approach Kala. Anything you? What happens? Um. So sorry, Kala. I honestly did not foresee that outcome. I had no intention of putting you in any danger or conflict. I know, I know. Although I must I say, you've seen it coming. Champion like. I should have seen it coming. Hmm. 
This isn't how it was supposed to be. Huh. What happened? What happened? Uh, wait, what are you talking about? Like, Oh, you know, it's one of my little... It, Badger often talks to himself about what happened. Wait, this isn't right. Or, oh, I remember that. This is one of those kind of like... <laughs> Something's a little off. I honestly thought that was the right course. My mother is so much better with people. <laughs> what do you... What do you make? I mean... I, I see that you, you're used to traveling on your own. I really think that we benefit from your being here. I uh, don't think I'm used to traveling at all. That might be the problem. Oh. Oh. Hmm. You're, you're a sedentary type person. What did you... Well, yes, since I can remember. But oh. I, I, uh, I have uh, a reason to go out now, so that's what I do. Does that, well, all the better for us. Perhaps not as much my face. <laughs> what? It's at this point that you see Berenga begin walking towards you. Resting bitch face on face. Mateus is following. I stand right up. Behind. Everyone might be a little worried. <laughs> I kind of stand up between Kala and Berengar. As if. <laughs> he kind of puts up his hands, kind of like a. closes his eyes down, he says, We come in peace. Of course, of course. I, yes. We come Let's in call peace. Let's call it sitting. I'm, I, I would assume I'm sitting unless we're currently traveling, yes. No, you're beginning your rest. Yeah, so I'm just sitting on probably ground right next to Sarge. And so, does Badger move? I stand up between you and and Kala as you approach. And then, you know, you don't look hostile. But I've seen you. You're, you're fast. And so... What's going to happen? <laughs> And so he says, Badger move. And oh. in his tone, his tone uh, gives away more of his expression than his face ever does. Um, he is uh, peaceful. He's not intending to attack her. Yeah. Of course. Uh, pardon. Perfect. And so, that, perfect. That means I can sneak attack him. 
<laughs> and so he kind of he takes a knee right next to Kava. Y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear. Uh, we heard you. Okay. We heard you. So he takes a knee right next to Kala. And kind of facing her, and he kind of holds out his hand. To like offer for her hand. Right now, with what's happened, she doesn't put out her hand. She's not with her emotions, and she's still pissed. <laughs> But she doesn't show it outwardly, if you will. And um, he kind of takes that and goes, right then, Azure. Yes. Then he reaches out for Badger's hand. I, I take his hand. He kind of kind of takes both knees now and so he's like sitting on his knees leads Badger's hand to the sand in front of him reaches out for Mateus's hand hand huh my hand yes I don't have ceremony prepared so I don't know what this is <laughs> this is a vanguard thing <laughs> <laughs> It's a group marriage. <laughs> he reaches out for Mateus's hand. Okay, I give him my hand. He softly leads it to, on top of Badger's. And then he reaches out for Kala's hand once more. I first put the hood back in your hand and see what okay. you do. He kind of looks at it for a minute. And lets the hood be in his hand, but is still opening it for you to... You're just holding it in your hand, or... Yeah. Yeah, well, like, he doesn't... He takes it. He doesn't, like, put it on or anything, but he, like, he takes it, and he lets it be in his possession. I'll have... Ajna squawk once... while pecking the... cap... Or hood, rather. He places it over... Um, he Okay, no, he sets it off to the side for a second and says... Please. I think this is part of his character arc. It is part of my character arc. <laughs> I take a few more seconds before I do it. And he places um, Kala's hand on top of the other two. Beringer then puts his hand on top of them and then places the hood over it. And he kind of looks at all three of them for like a good long, like probably like seven seconds. And then takes a breath. Takes out Harbrow's dagger and stabs it through each of their hands. Nice. <laughs> I and he, how could he kinda, how, and he, oh, how could happens, I predict as soon, this? As soon as he, as soon as the dagger goes through, he like grabs everyone's hands, like so that they can't pull it away. 
you like smush it down into the ground. Yeah, and you know he's what? keeping everyone there. And he looks at everyone again. He says, Mateus doesn't even try like, to pull away. He's just like, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, he, he, and he's grimacing. It fucking hurts. And he says, let this be the last wound that we inflict upon each other. And then you, you pulls, see, pulls the dagger out. You see me visibly furious All right about now. Alright. Uh, like, Baron's still a tribal I, guy. I don't know what the fuck you're expecting. I, no, no, no. I, <laughs> He's I still a wild, wild child. I, I completely <laughs> expected it. I predicted it, but I'm like. I didn't. I thought he was just going to do some random bullshit. <laughs> Badger. Would you hold me back? Ouch. Alright. Cast on. your healing spells. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead cast fucking this four of us. Uh, Berengar doesn't take I have, it. I got. Wow, you guys really would do good in Brinjala. <laughs> You're crazy. Uh, yeah. Yes, healing word for everyone. Yay! And as he's doing that, uh, Berengar says, Kala. This is my oath that I will protect you. That I will protect all of you. It's uh probably a little unorthodox in your eyes. Like you will not fall. Kala doesn't like to be hurt. You see her very, very angry at you. Like really angry. Alright. It, it it's like Hmm. The first time uh, Ajna died. And mm-hmm. Kala thought it was like permanent. That anger, like fury. That's right. I see this rise, and I look at Mateus, who's getting ready to heal us all, and I ask Berengar, Berengar, what do we do with this rage? <laughs> says, yeah. Back up, Mateus. Back up. I, and he kind of walks away. He kind of walks about ten feet back, turns around, opens his eyes wide, wide, and is inviting Kala to do something. Okay. Oh, okay. The dagger, take... the dagger is in one. The dagger is still drawn in his hand, but he's he's making no effort to like run an attacker. It's just there. I look at Kala and I say, "Was that the last wound we will inflict on each other?" Said that's up to her. You know, oh, yeah, call it that. I am so close. You see her shoot two Eldritch Blasts right next to your head. Doesn't hit you, but intentionally shoots it right next to your head. And then jumps over to the other side of Sergeant. As sits by myself. Fair enough. He um he turns to Mateus and he says I have done my oath and I intend on keeping it. Oh alright. Uh, it is a little unorthodox. But nothing that we can't fix. Uh, and I, I was gonna suggest that non-casters were afraid of casters i think i might switch that and reverse it yeah 
no, no, no. You have no clue. You have no idea how close I was to just going for a third-level Flickruns. But you know, but you know, Kala has been piling up her emotions uh, for long enough, so she could probably deal with it a little bit longer. Yeah, I got revivify, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> oh, I don't have the time. You don't? Okay, we, we have Revivify and we have like Gentle Repose. We can deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't have it prepared, Ouch. but you know, whatever. Wow. Alright, well, that. Is that like an actual thing that you do, you did? Did you just stab each other's hands a lot? And he... So one switch that did happen is that after this oath was taken, all of the anger and rage towards Kala, all of the predisposition that he had towards her just dropped. Cool. Um... And so he says, it's much like my arm here. It's the ultimate commitment. Alright. So. I couldn't make I couldn't make a more serious oath. I guess then we're all committed to each other. It's up to you. Is this I am committed. Does that make What'd you say? Call mama? Do healing spells leave scars? Yeah, if you, if want, you want them to. to. It would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, I think so. We all got the same scar. I was going to have you heal it as a piercing so my left hand had a hole in it. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> yeah, you put gauges in your hand. I kind of feel like we just started a new clan and that would be like a cool mark. I do want to know that. After he healed me, I no longer had a scar on my hand. Oh. Oh. Definitely. I can see that. Like, uh, um, oh. you see Bradley kind of peer over and just say, Well, you're all scarred now. You happy with yourselves? Um, Murder looks at the multiple other scars that he has on his body. <laughs> yeah, a lot of scars. Right. I suppose we should uh, nurse these wounds. Alright. Um, I'm going to go get started on dinner. Yes. <laughs> As you all disperse, going to your daily days, rest, wake, complete the final leg of your journey back to Isol. Right. Arriving back on that. The twelfth, I would after four days of travel, um, you'd arrive in the early uh, hours of the morning. The only reason I'm not talking to Kala is because it's already one forty-three. <laughs> it's already the end of the session, basically. We got like another hour, don't we? Um, yeah, we uh, yeah, yeah, close. Maybe like forty-five minutes. If that's forty-five right. minutes, you know. Yeah. Right. I just. Ask Badger to join me along as I go to Wallace 
did I meet Wallace? Um, uh, not yet. Uh, no, it was just Berengar and Bedrock. Oh, are yeah. we back in? No, it was Berengar and me. That's right. Yeah, we met Wallace. So as you right. um ride into town, um, Shauna says, "We made good time. Uh, shall we go? You know, you guys get a reward. That oh. sounds fun. Yes, money." Yep. Actually, did we get any loot from that big guy other than the eye? You found uh, the money in uh, the storeroom. It seems like that was generally the bulk. And then you found a number of emeralds in the eyes. And a dagger. And a pretty nice axe. Is a hand axe light? Um, yes, it is. Okay, cool. Well, technically not, but it's relative. Oh, like to... light property. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I thought you meant weight twice. It's appropriate for a dual wielder. It's yeah, a light yeah. weapon, I thought. Handex is a light. I think it yeah, is. It is. Yeah. You yeah. can dual wielder and toss it, too. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm You roll into town. Um, you make your way to the large green gold tent. And as um, you hop off um, the camels... Berengar is walking. Um, Shauna takes one of these packs of stones under her arm and just says, Shall we go inside? Um, I'm sure people are awake right now. You know how it is. Wait, what time is it? Early morning. Early morning. Oh, yeah. Okay. As a... <laughs> basically, as you'll follow her in, she goes like, <clears throat> We're back! Oh my god. Does she have thaumaturgy <laughs> to triple uh, her voice see, volume? If she's an asthma, she's just really loud. If she has asthma, if she's an asthma AST, I think she automatically gets thaumaturgy. Oh my god! Uh, I haven't checked. I haven't thought about that much, but for now, she's just really loud. She's just um, really loud. In like the main section of this tent, there is like um, picnic benches, almost or benches. There are a number of people either school um either deep into books asleep at books or like asleep with a cup of beer in their hand and majority of them just like <gasps> jolt awake kind of like guy spills beer on his lap is like bloody and she makes the place lively because she wants it to be like <laughs> what a lady so she kind of like um, says, um, "We should go see Kazoon. I'm sure he'll be awake." <laughs> All right. And uh, you see, kind of looking pretty vigilant, actually, as you go up the stairs. These um, makeshift um, wooden, like almost scaffolding-like stairs up to a second floor. You see, um, sitting, kind of, he doesn't look tired, but you probably guess he's a bit tired. Late. You see um, Kazoon, um, the Arakocker man, sitting. Uh, he sees you, stands. He says, It's good to see you again, Bradley, Eddie, Jen, Dura. It's good to see you all. I assume the others weren't so lucky. It's a moment of silence. It's, yeah, not of approval. 
he says to them again, um, we can discuss your findings at a later point, but I think you deserve a rest, so go find your bunks and regale your friends and your adventures. And uh, the recovered um, uh, researchers begin to begin dispersing. He now turns to you and Shauna and says, um, thank you so much, Shauna. Um, thanks for waking everyone up for the day ahead of us as well. Yes. Um, be on your way. She um, kind of makes her way off as well, leaving just you and um, him. He turns to you all and says, Well, I'm quite impressed. You managed to both find and save a majority of my uh, my associates. I'm very happy about it. I'm in your gratitude. As discussed before, here is your reward. He takes a small pouch, uh, hands it to whoever's nearest. Who's nearest? I assume I would just be like, yeah, very, not. very, very far forward. I'm like, yeah. Here you go. He hands you a small pouch when you hear the clink of coins. Now. With that out of the way, there was another part of this um, mission or request. As I said before, we're here to um, test and evaluate potential new uh, members. I have to say, looking at it, you seem to have done very well for yourself. Uh, no one, none of you died, if anything. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't either. We, no. Um, I almost died twice. Thrilling. <laughs> cool. Yeah, great. Good job. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> really helping your case here. What a guy. <laughs> uh, you kind of just stands up straight and says um I would like a briefing I can get that from the men that were trapped but what did you see oh in the uh, uh, I, I am going to be really blunt and just put the specter hide and eye stock on the table that uh, it's not for you I'm going to sell these but this is what we found. Mm. May I? Just gestures towards it. Go ahead. He gently puts his thing fingers along the hide. Hmm. That is remarkable. Um, texture alone tells me it's something extra planar of some sort. You ought to show this to Wallace. He knows this stuff. He is definitely a, a man of crafts more than anything. It seems that this monster was guarding them, had uh, captured them, attempting to kill them. It, it would seem that uh, he was trying to capture people. 
strange. I don't know what happened with the other person, though. You should probably ask the other expedition nurse. I will ask them. I will retrieve a briefing from them. Um, where can nurse. I find uh, Wallace? Oh. One second. What are you saying, Berengar? Oh, I was just going to say Berengar is going to speak up um, and say, we also found these. And he's going to set down the runes that he had. He he, he sketched the whole thing, um, all like the runes and stuff, and said, "You know anything about these?" Hmm. He like runes. Hmm. Um. We have a great many scholars here that probably would love to have an investigation to this. Um, the runes itself. Um, I know of someone, not here, but someone who knows runes. Extremely, it's, it's, it's her passion, let's just say. Um, you know that uh, Rinjala, we have many um, enclaves and establishes, establishments in many places. Um, anywhere where there is adventure, really. But... If you head northwards to Scubin, um, you'd find her in our enclave branch there. Um, she's a skilled runesmith, and she have a good inkling on what this does and how to apply it. Um, from what I can tell you, it seems that it is... It's an exotic make, but um, yes, I'm not... I'm not skilled in that, and... You have to wait a bit before any of our men here, men and women here, could uh, tell you something rough. Up there, though, she would tell you an instant. He kind of turns back towards the party and says, Seems that all signs are pointing to Scubin. Have business there later. Um, I, believe, I believe that's to the north. Right. And past Hillington. Uh, we might be able to pick up some diamonds there. Hmm. Good point. As he kind of... Diamonds. I need some diamonds. As um, he continues... One for each of us. <laughs> he continues... Um, yes, if you head north... Look for um, a woman named Constance. Or a dwarf named Constance. Um, she is um, a skilled runesmith. She could tell you a lot about those. Um, you, uh, miss, you asking about the, the leathers here, Wallace. Um, he is just down, um, down a floor, um, into an outcropped cave, or incropped cave. Um, you shouldn't miss him. He, it's a bit early, but, um, I'm sure he'll be amicable if you wake him up now. Mm. Thank you. 
not a problem. You have been very helpful. Before we leave, though, I do have to ask the question. Are you interested in joining us? Becoming a member of Brinjala is no easy feat, and you seem to have proven yourself tenfold. We are not a restrictive guild. You can roam as you see fit, but when the call to adventure is nearby, you can always count on our assistance. May we count on yours. Uh, so, so, so Carl tries her absolute best to be as polite as possible while declining. Let, per, uh, for myself, that is. Give us, give us one second. Time to do a group huddle. <laughs> while, while, while you guys are doing a group huddle, I'm like up there saying no as nice as I can. So, I don't know. I don't really have an interest in research. Is I'd rather find else? out his personal goals of mine and my own. Right. Badger? Well, I I don't mind being um, contract labor. I, I have nothing against them, but I'm not much of a joiner. Right, so that's no from everyone. Actually, I politely decline, right? But then yeah. I'd also say, uh, like, oh, uh, perhaps if you could uh, provide us with premium information and such, then I might be interested. What are the, what are the perks for joining? You know, also... Maybe after a few more jobs, we get to know each other yeah, a little right. better. Uh, it's just, I hate to rush in after one date. Right, we've only been one job. That is fair concerns. Um, as I say, it may come off as um, we may come off sometimes as scholarly, but. That is only a former shell of us. In the past, we were um, a scholar's guild based around information, but as you can see with Shauna, we have evolved into more exploration endeavors. We would not have you spend your days reading books, but if you find a place of note, just tell us. Right, and we'd uh, fund further exploration. Well, I don't know if we want to join, but... I believe we could have a transactional I, relationship. I, yeah, we could be amical towards each other. Vanguard doesn't know the word transactional, I didn't say that. <laughs> we can do stuff together. We can, yeah, we can work. We can work together, I don't know. If Anytime we need information, we help in, you with something. Right, we can, you know go back and forth and I did just get first level so I can always cast sending talk to you whenever we need it it is true you do um protect you do word is missing me sorry you do know the that kind of magic for long distance communication yes it's rare to have 
whenever you need, whenever we need something, we'll talk to you. We can communicate, basically. I would be open, and I'm sure all of us would be open to a a non-membership alliance between um, Rinjala and... Um, oh God, here comes uh, the question again. Uh, we never <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, you don't really have a. a we need to dis- we need to decide. This. Right. I okay. swear. You did just stab all your hands at the same time. Just we saying. did just stab all our hands at the same time. I was thinking about that. Yeah. Group huddle part two. All Come right. <laughs> or, oh, what did you do with the cap? Oh, um, did, uh, did you just le- leave it or did you? No, he took no, it. No, he, yeah, the hood is on him. Yeah, okay. he wore the hood after he stabbed it. All right, so do we have like a group name? Uh, I, I like the Oath of the Dawn. Oath of the Dawn, okay, that's something. Okay. Everyone spitball. Badger. <laughs> um, uh, Ravenclaw. <laughs> Yeah, we might get into some copyright. That could be a problem. <laughs> on the wind. What'd you say? On the wind. On the wind. Okay, that's, that's a good ship name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very. Okay, what is that? A great ship name. Raven. I got nothing. We don't this, really have disharmonious dumbasses. See, that's pretty good. That describes us. We don't have anything in common. I do like Oath of the Dawn because the sun was rising when the stab, the hand stab happened. Right. That, that name Mate- actually makes the most sense at this point. Yeah. Uh, and Mate- doing Ooh. a doing a head count quickly. It's you four can't, of us. You count five us. <laughs> Kind of whiling their way in, you Shauna, and she's like, "What are we talking about?" <laughs> oh, we're just trying to decide a group name. I Shauna's think- angels. Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about the hand stabby crew? Hand That's stabby. good. We'll put that on the back burner. I, I like it. I do. Um, dagger hands. I no. think dagger honestly- mark. I think honestly, I do like this whole dawn thing. You know? Yeah. But I do have bias towards the dawn. It's kind of like the whole Lathander thing. He kind of like shakes it. It's my thing. Scottish people. Literally, it is my thing. I'm a light cleric. It's a Lathander thing, actually, I think. Um, It is, however, I don't know. I do, man. Man, oh man. It's so hard when we have nothing in common. Well, that's something we can, can, common. Can we, can we do a flashback episode real quick to when the stab hand happened and this is when the conversation's taking place? No. It's more fun. It's more fun this confidently way. In and yeah. Then go, we're this. <laughs> I don't know. I love the idea of us just like, yeah, I love, yeah we have yeah, no idea like, what we would call it. We're like in the middle of an office. Shauna's there. Gift of Dawn. The what? The Gift of Dawn. Gift of Dawn. That makes it That's... sound like it's a single thing. Yeah, we're like a group of people. We, uh, if it's, if we're doing Dawn things, we have Petal... the Dawn bringers. 
Dawnbringers. The Order of the Dawn. Order of the Dawn. We the have... Dagger of Dawn. Say that again. The Dagger of Dawn. Showing up. Da Ooh. Daggers of Dawn. Ooh. Ooh. The Blades of Dawn. Blades of Dawn. I'm not even doing Matthias's voice right now. This is me. Wait, yeah. it might be good just to cut this out. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. To cut to cut a little bit out. Yeah, cut a little bit of this out, because this yeah. is... Okay. This is part of the process. It's fine. Yeah. Zug. <laughs> Enjoying this. Zug, we're throwing spaghetti bolognese at the wall. Do you have anything? Thank you for saying spaghetti bolognese. Okay, stop. Um, I said it because of you two. Like yeah, I, I know, I know, and I appreciate it a, bit, anyway, a lot. So, um, out of character, it's like, mm, I don't know, You, we, we want Dawn, apparently. Right, I mean... I really like the Blades of Dawn. Like, I want it, like, in character and out of character, because we all have to agree on something, and... Yeah. Oh, I... What, what would Kala say? She's been quiet. I do not know. She'd probably think it's very silly. <laughs> Just like, okay, I, mean, I leave this. I leave this up to you guys. In that case, that's I mean, calm. It's obviously like, it's obviously super silly. We're a bunch of adults huddled Jeez. up in some guy's office. Well, middle of young adults. <laughs> yeah, you guys are young adults. I'm an adult. Got children. <laughs> That's right, you're an old man. I'm an old man. I I like Magical Dawn. Magic Magic Or the Magic Dawn. The magic I still like like it I feel like it does have to be plural because we're I, a group. Like I like the blades of dawn. Blades of dawn, of dawn. Daggers of Dawn. Dawns of Dawn. Dawns of Dawn. <laughs> Hi, I'm Don. I'm Don, part of the Don's Don. I'm Doug Dimino, owner of Dimzel Dimino. Doug Dimidon, Dimidimidimidon. The Don. Doug Dimidam. The Don. Yeah. I do like the Don. Just, yeah, that's pretty, uh. Sunrise Crew. Yeah, we're thinking there's Sunrise Crew. Oh god. Second breakfast club. The second breakfast club. <laughs> breakfast club part two electric boogaloo. Oh. We're memeing a little bit too much. Yeah. Let's, it's um, just it's yeah, called Dawn. Okay. For now we're just called Dawn. We can just fix it later. Okay. The Dawn yeah. Oh okay. I do like Blades of Dawn. Blades of Dawn sounds Do we want to do that? Um, you wanna roll it if you can't decide? Dawn's lights. I like the Blades okay. of Dawn. Race of Dawn. Race of Dawn. Race of Dawn. Race of Dawn. Okay. Good. I do like that. R.O.D. Race of Dawn. Race of Dawn. Yeah, let's do it. Race of Dawn. I like it too. Yeah. In, oh, really? right. Shauna, I forgot you were here. <laughs> I love I'm that Shauna listening Shauna broke everything. the fourth wall and is talking to us as people. <laughs> yeah, Shauna's literally <laughs> talking to Ian. And Blair. Well, as you take your second huddle, just for a second, you break. Um, break. Because right. even more tired now. <laughs> it's gonna 
Right, so an alliance between Brinjal researchers and... The Rays of Dawn. The Rays of Dawn. The Rays of Dawn. Okay. We did it, crew. Yeah. <laughs> we came up with a hell name. yeah. <laughs> it only took us 14 wow. seconds. You know, congratulations. Literally, okay. Oh, but that makes sense because we've only been traveling with each other for like a month. I have a six level group and we still haven't come up with a name. <laughs> it's okay. fantastic. Okay. We did it. We put our brains together, squished them into one big brain and we made rays of dawn i will i will say this i will put out word that the rays of dawn are a group to be trusted and if there is work to be had and you're in the area you'll be permitted to uh, investigate on our behalf um, we'll allow this on the condition that information that you see is fit or relevant to Bunjala shall be uh, sent to us in a timely manner. We're not asking you to be our eyes and ears, just friendly, to friendly, to kindly pass on any information you think is noteworthy. Of course, like, I assume that if we ever find any interesting information, we'd want you to look deeper into it anyway, just for our own curiosity. Yes. Um, it's been nice meeting you. I'm not sure where you will stay at the moment, but I would allow that if need be, if you're ever in a location where an enclave of uh, Brindala is, you may use our bunks we have plenty all right cool free lodging wait free or paid lodging on the house it is not much on the house free lodging all right anything Um, more to discuss i don't have any blue so um, Vanguard also wants to go see Wallace. Yeah, um, you want sure. to see Wallace about and you. Know, actually, if um, we're not doing any combat, I can stay past 2.30 because I can just be in my car. Okay, yeah. Rather soon, anyway. No combat, don't worry. Alright. Um, yes, Shauna, if you would just take them to Wallace. Sure right, right before we leave, I also ask if there's Anywhere in town where magical items might be procured. Um, it's not a common thing. Wallace is the only source I know of, actually. Um, you see, occasionally we do find items, ancient relics or trinkets that aren't needed. And so we do offer them for buyers. Wallace also himself is a skilled craftsman. Okay, able okay. to make something. So, yes, Wallace would be your best bet here. I, I just nod and say, get up and slowly encroaching towards uh, leaving. <laughs> yes. Well, um, nice meeting you. Good oh, night. One last, one last uh, question. I bow and leave. Wait, isn't it morning? 
Yep. You guys. One, oh, one last question. It's nighttime? Oh, nighttime. Oops. No, 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 it's morning. It's just he hasn't slept. Oh. Yeah, exactly. It's morning, but we haven't slept. Yes, um, your name, Badger, was it? Yeah. Um, so, you mean they, they did a very nice job packaging and collecting those runes. It makes me wonder, you must have a wonderful collection, museum, uh, holdings. Uh, are those available for inspection? Um, we do have some uh, items that are not usually up for display. Usually stuff is archived and put on record so we can reference them for further use later down the line. If you would like to look for something specific, you can ask. We have an archivist at hand. Archives would be wonderful. Thank you. No problem. Um, Shona, if you would. And Kat, uh, you're already walking past Shona at this point. She kind of like, oh, this way, this way, this way. Hi. And she kind of leads you and the rest of you towards Wallace. Um, down the stairs into like the caved area and past the bead wall, you see um, <clears throat> Wallace with a small mug by his desk, kind of just blinky-eyed. Oh, I could hear you from upstairs, Shona. What is it? And she kind of like, Ta-da, they're back. Hello, Mr. Wallace. I once again slammed the leather and the eye stock onto whatever he would be would be his desk, right? We have a thing. And eight small emeralds. That and is what things for a morning person. Um okay. Um so the emeralds they are emeralds, not jades, yeah they're emeralds. Good, good trip. I see. Um, um, are you trying to sell them? One second. Goddamn! Other customers already taking up his attention. Are you in shadow that. Sorry. Ain't it? Um. So, what do you want me to do? Yes. You want me to? Like, uh, I, I would wish to sell these things. Okay. The emeralds. Um. Give me a second. He kind of like takes a small eyeglass and begins looking at them. I am... Um, you know, my kind are very good with this stuff. Um, these are fine quality. Good size. Eight of them. I could give you um, 240 gold for the lot. Sound like a fair deal? I, I agree with him on that. Sure, sure. Um, uh, this um, leather, do you know what it came from? Uh, the archivists called it uh, a beholder. The archivists? The researchers. The researchers. Um, beholder thing. All right. I've heard about that. This is something strange. Um... It looks like it could be magically woven. Um, I'd say that I am... If you wanted to sell it, you'd definitely buy it, but I am not the most... My my technique lies more towards um, metalwork and uh, crafting of stones and jewels. Like a 
that kind of thing. If you want to make this into something, um, I, I know of a person who could uh, do that, who would even be more willing to buy this for a better price, probably. It would just rot down here with me. I, I would love to meet this person, if possible. Sure. Um... Um, how hmm, he kind of goes into thought. I didn't think this through. How are you with um shady individuals? I'm be straight. We love them. Good. I, I've had dealings with shady individuals. Uh, he is not. I, he is not. Um, when he says that, I just look at Berengar. <laughs> I, I'm not saying he is like a criminal mastermind. I'm just saying that his line of work is more grey, but he is a man that I worked closely with in my time up north. Um, he knows how to weave very well, um, and especially with magical stuff. Do you know of a man um, uh, if you head north towards Skuban, um meet a man named Widsar. Uh, could you say that again? A man named Witsar. Berenger says again, all signs point to Scuba. Uh, could you type it out? Witsar. Oh, I spelled it correctly the first time. Now, um, that name rings some bells. For me? For everyone. Uh. Give you a second. Do you think you get it? Wait one second. Wait, hold on. Don't tell me. Oh god, I don't have my notes. With her, um, yeah, let me look at my notes. Here. I'm pretty sure it's not her, right? Her, no. Uh, the dwarf from the vineyard. But in your memory, and on a pretty iconic day for all of you, the day you all met, wait, we went wait, wait, to wait. I I cut it off wait, too. Wait, 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 hold on. It's Shit. Oh, was it? Was it? Hold on. Do we have that handout? Was that a handout? Uh, no, but I typed it for you like a stall. Um, Baranga, you would, yes. you would remember because you are holding his rug. Oh my god. Oh, I didn't oh. even think of him. The rug guy? Oh, I assume Baranga will remember. I will not remember. I wouldn't remember someone that way. <laughs> huh. All these names, that's not one of them. Sorry. It was real. You know, Don't worry about I it. I looked at that rug in the loot page today and I was like, hey, we still have that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do, you, do you noticeably react towards this name or anyone? I mean, Baroner probably does react. Do you so it's this this Wait. guy and he pulls out the rug and he throws it oh, on the ground. You have one of his works. Oh, oh that yeah. guy. He is unfortunately. I don't think he likes us very much. You know, um I think it's better if you buy it. I don't right. uh, he might be shady, but he's also an awful business person. If you see so um I could probably pedal it down south for something, I suppose. Um, I'll have make good... sure that you tan it as well. No, of course. I can do the tanning process. I'm just not good at 
working leather like that. I do metals and stones. Um, let's see. Um, for a stirrup like this, and an eye stalk, you want to me to buy the eye stalk as well? Uh, I think that would be best, yes. It's a weird thing. Maybe right or something. Anyway, to buy the this in the eye stalk, I'd say maybe 600 gold and then another 200 for the eye stalk. Um, this is a lot of money, you'd say. So, um, I do have things to trade if you'd like instead. Uh, what do you have in store? Give me one second, and then we go get them. Uh, he begins going to get them. You know, yeah. if any, uh, out of character, if any other character, if it would have been any other character except for that person, yeah. she would have probably agreed with, she was like, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. But because it's that person, she's like, yep, yeah, nope. I'd <laughs> rather burn this piece of hide than sell it to him. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a sleaze. Um, a, no, 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 no. That, that's, not, that's not the reason why. The reason Bernard why does mention that he wants yeah. to talk about his commission with um, okay Wallace. As he, he comes back out, let me pull up my sheet. Where is it? Where is What's the, the reason why, Zoe? The reason why is because Kakala she really uh, appreciates craftsmanship, and then he tries to upsell absolute dog shit, and even his best wares at that day. Was pretty poop, and it's like, mm, yep, nope. Mm. You're yeah. nothing more than a scammer. He comes back out, just carrying a small box and a few cases on top of each other. He lays them out and says, "Um, we don't have a big, you know, dealing here, but we have a few things. Um, let me just unlatch this." And he begins opening them up and. Okay, so we have a few things. <clears throat> we have uh, this potion. He shakes it. It's a small um, translucent yellow liquid. <clears throat> um, drink this and you'll be more resistant to effects of heat for a short amount of time. And we have this. Maybe less useful, but it still could be something. Um pulls out a small pouch and opens it and reveals some fine powdery like beige dust um this will make if you throw it in the air everyone around you yourself included will begin sneezing and choking maybe the not the most useful but it has its place you know mm -hmm. he takes out a small staff like a hand stuff, like the size of a forearm. This is um, a staff of flowers. Um, less useful, but you could create um, vines and flowers at the wave of the hand. This is a hat of disguise. You put it on and your form is obscured for a time. This is a bit more expensive. This is, um, you take a smaller like um, cap-like hat. This hat, however, is... Um, a hat of vermin 
you can call summon a rat every so often. Wait, a rat yeah. or um, let me pull up the exact thing. I'm as a person, I'm very interested. I want that hat. Okay, Ian wants that hat. Uh, Matthias he, probably doesn't. Yes, how okay. to My gosh, Actually, no, oh. I won't give you. But this is a hat of vermin. <clears throat> um, take it for what you will. Some of this stuff is not the most high quality stuff. Uh, I have. Um, this is one of the nicer things. Um, I have a robe here. It pulls out um, a deep blue robe with small, um, light crescent moons dotted about. <clears throat> You see many patches adorned on it. This is a robe, and uh, if you take off one of its many patches, certain things happen. Um, it is a higher grade of item, so I'll say it's a bit expensive. But mm -hmm. and uh, I have uh, this. It's a wand that um, enhances some martial capabilities. Yeah, makes your spells have a bit more spec to them. Um, mm -hmm. Take it as you will. Um, I have this potion that gives you climbing abilities. And, um, that is, I have one more, but, um, I don't think it is safe to sell. Mm -hmm. How much is the climbing potion? And, uh, the, uh, liquidy orange one? As well as the robe and the staffs and wand. Um, the climbing potion. <clears throat> uh, I could part with that for um, hmm. I'd part with it for eighty-six gold. Uh, what what did you ask for? Sorry. Uh, the yellow liquid, the first one you pulled out. Oh, the fire resistance that is a bit more expensive that is about 210 gold um you talked about the robe the robe is expensive as well that is um 820 gold um what else did you ask about uh the staff and the wand the staff of flowers is only 42 gold and the wand is 380 gold. Apple flowers would have been perfect for Paris. Yeah, who would have thought? Right. Exactly, I was thinking about that as well. But yeah. I, was, I was going to ask, like, mechanically, what, like, fire resistance, I understand, the climbing potion, potion I also understand. Fire resistance potion um, is a dust of sneezing and choking, a robe of useful items, staff of flowers, hat of vermin, and a wand, wand of war magic. Uh, what does the like it, it, the staff just uh, creates vines, correct? Um, let me pull it up. What does like, like mechanically? It just <laughs> uh, it creates. Uh, it's basically druid craft, I I would assume, right? Pretty um, start pasting this so you guys can see. Excuse of this. I'm just gonna paste it all in the chat. That's what the stuff. I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, what do you think, Kala? Whatever's gonna enhance you, I think, is 
is who we're looking at right now. The wand or the robe, maybe? I'm a little bit interested about the wand and the staff. As well as possibly the potions. Uh, Wallace? Um, yes? Would it be okay if we took both potions, the war, the wand, as well as the staff for the materials? So, hold on. Uh, you want the wand? You want the wand, you want the stuff, and... The uh, stuff, wand, and the two potions. He thinks for a second. Must I do some maths, because I didn't beforehand. Are you talking about the staff of flowers? Yes, it is of vital importance. I could um, make that deal. Um, looking at looking at the area, he has all but one box open at the moment. Right now, everything else has kind of been open and on display. I know. Uh, I kind of understand that as a pl player. Uh, like as, as like as Cal would. I don't think Cal would pry into that. He's like, I'm not sure it's safe to sell. I'm like, okay. You know who would? I'm though? just gonna leave it. Berengar. Wallace. Yes. Yes. What's in the box? Um, as I said, it's it's an item, but I am not too comfortable selling it. It is a bit dangerous. Do I look like I'm not dangerous? Not as a threat, but as like a well, I, I'm, we're I'm all dangerous he, here. I, I don't think he <laughs> he meant it to me in uh, aggressive uh, manner. He. He has. He doesn't have a great way with words at times. No, that is understandable. Um, I'll show it to you, but take note: it is dangerous, and do not handle it, please. He unclips this case to reveal a pristine great sword. Um, it's, it's a, a great sword. It is pretty standard in most aspects, magically enchanted, but also magically possessed. Currently, there is a spirit um, of some kind that has housed itself inside there, and at the current moment, I do not possess the capabilities to remove that spirit, and I cannot transform it at the moment, so it is stuck here. Uh, I half whisper to Matthias, are you able to deal with that possibly? Because we could come back tomorrow. Uh, I wasn't listening. Oh, it's <laughs> it's a cursed weapon, apparently. A, great, a cursed greatsword. Oh, actually, uh, 
think so. Oh. Badger kind of is rocking. His eyes are closed, and he's kind of mumbling to himself. No, that's not. It takes great amount of power. And, I can um, remove curses. I have this spell. Probably. It is. I think it depends on the curse. A bit higher than a remove curse. I'll tell you that. Um, right. So. What does this spirit? Uh, it is untamed. Then my eyes open. Can I cast identify? Yes, you can. I would like to do that on that sword. As you do, you learn that it is a plus two great sword of vengeance. Ooh. <clears throat> uh, it's a very rare item. I won't give you a spell card, but um. Verbatim, it's plus two. If an ally within you falls unconscious, you may... If an ally next to you falls unconscious, you may reaction make an attack against its um, people, a like person that goes makes it unconscious. Subject to change, because I'm still making this item, but that's what it does for now. Uh, the, the item is currently inhabited by a rogue spirit. Attuning to the item... Uh, let me pull exactly... Exactly. Yep. One second. I knew there was a reason you were throwing your sword away, Baranga. I knew it. I disconnected from Wi-Fi. What happened? <laughs> Attuning to the item is the last thing I heard. Uh, while the sword is on your person and you're attuned to it, you must <clears throat> succeed in a DC 15 Wisdom saving throw whenever you take damage in combat. On a failed save, you must spend your action, your next action, to attack. The creature that damaged you until you drop to zero points, hit points, or die. So like, oh, so you just attack. If right. I fail the saving throw, then I attack that creature and keep attacking it until I die, or it you dies. Can't do anything but attack it. Anything that hurts you. This sword was made for Baragon. <laughs> I mean, it's a great sword as well. So, also, I think Baragon prefers daggers, right? Especially after he just got a plus one. I mean, Bangar uses everything. He's been playing around with getting a feel for all of it. Everything except for... One more part here. You also learned that... This curse can be lifted. The spirit can be removed by casting the banishment spell on the source. On On the sword, forcing the spirit to leave. That's what you know. That's a little higher level than remove curse, but not attainable. And I don't think that's a terrible curse, considering the oath you just took. Just don't damage me. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> a little bit subject to change. I won't lie. But... So how that's much sword? Um. Well, I am not looking to sell it because it is dangerous. What I am looking to do is fix it. So, um, you guys, I don't, I don't think you're going south. I would be very surprised if you go south. But if you're going to north, if you're going northwards, um, if you could find someone capable to remove this, I could be interested in parting with it, perhaps. 
Uh, one more question. The dust, how much was that? Um, that is 200 and, uh, 230 gold, please. Uh, keep mm. your cowboys away from me. <laughs> that would be about one... Uh, if I were to pay it after giving him the hide, that would be a hundred gold, more or less, right? About. I'll take... I'll, I'll take uh, the dust as well and pay him a hundred gold. For all of the items I've listed. The fire protection potion, the climbing potion, the wand of cli- uh, the wand of war mage, the staff of flowers. Okay, so he's got the hat of vermin, the great sword, and the robe remaining. Well, you've kind of cleared me out. Uh, if you want to do that deal, I'll pay me a hundred gold, and I will part these and this material. Um. Okay. Oh, do you have any uh, basic huntsman knife, perhaps, or something along those lines? Craftsman's um, knife? Um, uh, huntsman knife. You something like... to help with skinning, or... I'm uh, learning from this fellow, and I point to Badger. Um, uh, I mean, probably. Give me a second. I could give you like a whole package if you'd like, something, something good. Well, that would be. If you give me five five GP, I could get you some leatherworking tools. Proper. Sure, I'll, I'll spend five gold for leatherworking. Sure, put five gold on top of that. And we'll, we'll I be. I throw in extra gold. I'm so generous. It's very nice of you. If you could find someone for the greatsword, I tell you what. I'm not willing to let it go now. But if you find someone that is traveling and you point them my direction, they come, they clear this up, then you return, I'll be willing to sell it at reduced price. I'll hold it for you. Doesn't sound... Like too bad of a deal. We're heading north anyway. Everything's leading you there. Yes, but um, that is something I I will give you a discount. I won't say how much, but um, I'll say it's it's still a beefy item. It's pricey. Of course. Speaking of pricey, you said um, you wanted to request something before. Yes, I um, I've actually changed. I want to request some a commission for some half plate. Half plate. That is a bit cheaper. Um, this will take some time. I won't lie. Um, but um, I'm special. I'm very specialized in crafting armors. So um, one second. I'm going to look at the book again. What kind? Plate seven fifty. Seven fifty. But um, what kind of enchantment would you like me to imbue onto this? As I said before, I can give it um, a resistance to some kind of thing. Um, I could um, make it cushioned and give it some more physical defense. Or if you have an idea, you can run it by me and I can see if it's possible. 
Um, mechanically, what does the cushioning do? Plus one. Okay. Uh. Trying to think. I would take a plus one, unless I don't know. What does everyone else think? I I am. Isn't there already a magic armor that it gives you resistance to non-magical bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing? Is that a thing? It's already a thing. You can get resistance, I think, to bludgeoning or piercing or slashing. I don't uh, think it's all physical, but I'm not sure about that. You can get stuff uh, that's non-magical, I think. You can get resistance to poison. That's like a huge one. Poison, poison, fire, cold, thunder, lightning, all that stuff. You can pick an element, you can get a plus one, or you could maybe ask, and it might be more, but you could try and work that out. Mm. Um, plus one rules, right? Yeah. I might keep better. <laughs> yeah, I might keep it simple and do the plus one. So okay. yeah, a plus one halfway. Um, kind of speaks up and just says like if I give you a 300 gold down payment could we cover the rest of the cost later if you give me the, the it is a lot of money I won't lie Um, something like this would be upwards of 3000 gold um, might just commission can... plate armor at that point you could well, he's going to use that metal right yeah is there a material the material discount. will be a discount, of course. It would go down um, about 60-ish percent to um, 1,200. Um, again, the cushioning is easier for me, so I can get it done faster. It still will cost. If I commission some plus one plate armor, would it be the 60%? Um, I think I could manage the 60%. I'd be using all of the material. Um, I would say such a thing would be upwards of 4,500. I can do that. If you give me the materials and... It will take some time. I hope when we meet next time you have ample payment. But I could take 300 as a down payment. And in the event that you do not fulfill the price, I will put it towards Grinjala as a as a product for us health people to buy. How does that sound? Sounds fine to me. Plus one plate, your three hundred down payment, and if you take too long, I will sell it somewhere else. Can I real quick just ask, how much damage does it do one-handed and two-handed? The stuff of flowers? It is a normal stuff. Die six, die eight. Yes. Oh, uh, that's a quarter stuff, I think, right? Yes, it is. A quarter, okay. Yes, let me type this out, just so I remember. Uh, commissioned. Plate plus one. 
300 down payment. Alright, is it strength or dex? It's strength, right? Yes. Anyway, um, so, yes, if you can, um, find me someone willing to come to ISOL and help me deal with this, um, spirit problem, I will give this to you as a discount at a later point. If you can, uh, amass enough sums to afford this plate, I'll give it to you at a later point. And for a hundred gold and these materials here, I will give you a handful of items. Do we have a deal? He kind of looks around at everyone and shakes his head. In approval. You've quite cleared me out. This was good. Good business. Takes your hand, Kala. Shakes. Berenger. Shakes. Shakes. All right, I need some coffee and I'm going to get to work. Do you have anything you want this um, armor to look like? Uh, he, I think he sketched up some design of it. Um, I don't have it right now. Does it have a hand on the chest with a hole in it? <laughs> um... Is that our symbol? A sunrise symbol. I think it'd be cool if it was the sunrise with the two-bladed dagger pointing down. Oh, that'd be good. I see. So, I, oh, work, so. I, have a, I have a good idea yes. for the symbol. Uh, out of character, that is. Uh, Ian or Matthias would represent the sun, correct? Right. Uh, Berengar could be either some kind of weapon, I would assume, right? It'd be the... the of the sun. <laughs> I don't know what Badger would use to represent himself. Honestly, but I would probably I... be represented by my little Aria then. You can, you can organize this later. Yeah. But, um, he goes, taking the coin. I told you I haven't had this much work since I was back in August. It is good. It's very good. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just got it. It's a hand with a hole in it, and the hole has an eye in it. Huh. Gross. Wow. Cool. <laughs> so he's <laughs> kind of just sits himself back down and says, so is there anything else you want to know? Anything? Any dealings? Any talking? He banger looks at everyone and says, well, signs point to Scoobin. Alright. You might want to head out soon. Sure, um... Yeah. Sorry, I'm clicking my knuckles. <laughs> well, um... It's been a pleasure doing business. And if you do see Witsard... Don't go... Don't... Don't hate him. He is... A good... Teacher, in some ways. <laughs> he I, knows I, business I very well. I tell you, he is actually one of the reasons I ended up here. You know, getting out of Rhodesia sometimes is difficult. It's a nasty place. Congratulations. And indeed, he is a good teacher. You know your craft well. Thank you. Anyway, uh, I'm going to get to work, so uh, 
have a good morning. You too. Oh, well. be before I leave, uh, do you know anywhere where I can buy a vial for 300 uh, gold? I need, need it for a spell. Materials? Um, I have a good assortment of materials. I was just showing me the magic stuff. If you'd like to oh. buy your materials stuff, I could definitely sell you that. Uh, yes, I do you need. Uh, do you have a crystal vial worth 300 gold? Um, crystal vial. I could find something that's equivalent. Yes, um, 300 gold worth. Sure, give me a second. Oh, um, I need familiars. Five doses. In incense. Um, in uh, sure. Incense and... Um, what's the other thing? You're running my ragged. Um... Herbs and incense. I could get you incense and I could quickly... Okay, incense. Five doses. What does doses mean? How much do you want? Uh, 50 gold. 50 gold of incense. A thing. I'll... 300 for that, sure. 350. Anything else you guys need? Do you have any diamonds? I think I'm a diamond guy. No. I mean, gems are nice, but diamonds are hard to come by. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go somewhere else. No, it's gems are hard to come by, especially in the desert. I mean, people like gems. Maybe you find someone who's selling. Ask around. Anyway, uh, I can I can get you that I thing crystal. Um, I'll see what I can do. Give me give me a few minute, minutes. Thank you. And the incense I can do. And he leaves uh, back to the back. He takes um. Closing some of the empty boxes, taking the great sword and reclosing it and taking it with him. And uh, during this reprieve, we'll end the session here. Yeah. He will return at some point and we'll give you your stuff, but we'll come back to that later. Mm -hmm. You can all add that to your inventory just now so you don't forget, but we'll end it here. Um, it was a very good session. The gold off. You mark the gold off. You will get the items. I'll promise you that. Yeah. Um, could some, Corey, could you go in and take 300 out of my... I will do that for you. Okay. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you guys so much for playing. Um, this was uh, session 13 of Flumps and Flaggins. You can find us on Twitter at FlumpFlagonPod. It's one word. FlumpFlagonPod. We do World Building Wednesdays, we do Fun, Back, Fun Fact Fridays, and we post announcements and other tomfoolery over there. You can find us on uh, Spotify, Red Circle, Anchor, wherever you can uh, put an RSS feed. Um, I think we release every other Wednesday, so tune in on Fortnite to uh, see us again, or hear us again. Thank you so much. Uh, have a good morning, evening, or night. Thanks, Corey. No problem. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. 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 Bye.